This episode of the Po' Boys Podcast is brought to you by VapePanda.com. For all your goddamn vaping needs. <laughs> Not for all your needs. They got a couple good flavors. They got some hats, some swag, some cool shit. Uh, would like you to know that no pandas were harmed during the making of their juices. They have two signature flavors. Uh, Panda's Breath and Lotus Petal. They're both pretty delicious. Delicioso. And if you're like me and you're getting old or you have a wife that tells you you can't smoke cigarettes anymore and you've resorted to vaping, then, you know, maybe give it a shot. You might find a flavor you like. I tried a bunch of different flavors and uh, I have to say it's good juice. You know, it's nice, thick consistency and uh, very, very lasting flavor. So if you go to the website, that's vapepanda.com. You can use my promo code POBOY501, receive 15% off your purchase, and, uh, yeah, do some vaping. God damn it. And now, the podcast. There ain't nothing more depressing than a pine tree. Gussied up with candy canes and balls. Those carolers have kept me up for hours. It's Merry Christmas seeping through my walls. No, I'm no Wiccan commie nut or nothing. But there's one damn holiday that I can't stand. It ain't Halloween or Thanksgiving or even April Fools. But it'll surely make a fool out of every man. Ha! If I ain't drunk, then it ain't Christmas. You know where to stick those jingle bells. If I ain't hammered, it ain't Hanukkah. And all you motherfuckers go to hell. If I ain't cock out, it ain't Kwanzaa. Joy to the world, Jack and Coos. If I ain't drunk, then it ain't Christmas. Cause I ain't never anything but broke. Yeah. Now every year the mall yeah. Holy shit. It's Christmas in Arkansas. We got eggnog on the kitchen table with Southern Comfort inside. And it's disgusting. And people are crazy. Who the fuck would drink whiskey with milk? Or raw egg. Well, is it raw eggs? I don't know. My grandma used to do some crazy trailer party shit. She would take a tumbler, like a, you know, 20 ounce plastic cup. She would put like a half a cup of sugar, you know, two raw eggs, shot of vanilla, and top that bitch off with milk. Hit it with a fork. Wacka, 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 wacka. I told her a couple of times, I said, bitch, you drinking, it's basically, it's, you're, you're drinking uh, scrambled eggs which is disgusting, but I, I, if you put some flour in that shit, you'd be, you'd be eating pancakes or drinking pancakes. I don't know. Eggnog's fucking gross. If you drink eggnog, I, I don't know if I can trust all your life decisions, but whatever. To each his own. Welcome to the Christmas episode of the Po' Boys Podcast. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa to you. I'm your host, Jody B. And uh, 
I've got a terrible episode in store. And when I say terrible, I don't mean bad. I mean uh, <laughs> the content is probably not going to be Christmas friendly, but I'm not a very Christmas friendly person. So this is my first Christmas on the show, and I just wanted to, you know, share some love, let you know the kind of shit we've been talking about lately. Um, I got I brought you some R&R this time. I got Ray from the Naked Porch Podcast. The Naked Porch Podcast! And uh, this comedian who kind of fell out of nowhere right in my lap, name of Ramsey Swice. He is, uh, he's, he's ethnically Arab, Arabic. Well, he said Arab, so I guess it's okay, but he's from Chicago. So, I mean, you know, it, it's, he's American and, uh, he's had some really interesting times on stage. One of which, uh, I guess I'm going to include a link. I might try to fit it in somewhere, but basically Ramsey is the kind of comedian who goes for super shock value. Now he's not an asshole. I spoke with him for quite a while, and uh, I get the feeling that he's just a person who artistically wants to express himself in that manner. There's a place for that. You know, we have people like uh, Anthony Jeselnik, uh, Andrew Dice Clay, people that just they throw on their persona and they say crazy shit. And Ramsey's one of these people. <laughs> in fact, uh, the video is of him getting punched in the face on stage for telling not even that racist of a joke. I mean, let's be honest. I'm in Arkansas, okay? I've heard some crazy racist jokes. Some of them probably weren't jokes, as a matter of fact. Uh, The one he got in trouble for, he was on stage, and he said, what's the difference between Batman and black man? And the crowd's what we don't know what and he said black man never leaves a bank without robin <laughs> nobody really you know a few people kind of were groaning and shit like that but it wasn't like the worst thing i've ever heard i've heard so much worse than that and uh yeah this big lady comes up to the stage and starts yelling at him and shit now he just keeps going on with his jokes little one-liners and shit and i think they were all batman jokes so Props to the nerd for for dropping Batman comedy. (laughs) She jumps on stage. She yells at him some more. And then she cocks his ass with a right hand. Punched him right in his face. It's on camera. And, uh, you know, he he didn't fight back. He he did the admirable thing, I guess, at the time. But I don't know. I still say I would have kicked her in her fucking chest. Just get off my stage. (laughs) You You don't get to punch me in my fucking face. And come to find out, she punched him twice. So, you know, she got what she deserved or would have if uh, he would have just fucking Goldberged her ass off the stage. That'd have been great. Uh, we had a lot of fun, man. We talk about all kinds of crazy, terrible topics. I mean, it's anything bad you can think of. We got rape and murder and, and semen and fucking poop. It's, it's just a cacophony of filth for almost two hours. I will say this. The, uh, the middle part gets a little bumpy. Um, unfortunately, Ramsey was using Wi-Fi for his video connection. And I, I don't know if mine's really that fast either, so I don't want to put all the blame on Ramsey. But either way, me and Ray, we go fine for the first little bit. Everything's good. Ramsey comes on, and the audio does chop a little. And I'm going to try to fix as much of that as I can, but I think you'll get the gist of 
pretty much what's being said. So sorry about that. Uh, just know once it starts chopping and it's getting annoying, it's only about 15 or 20 more minutes into that, and then we end up all turning our video off and it goes back to normal. So I hope you can uh, get through that without going crazy. <sighs> Speaking of going crazy, I drove home on a in a monsoon last night. And guys, I've been driving for years. Last night was one of the worst, like just yesterday was one of the worst travel days I think I've ever seen ever, you know, just volume and, and people being shithead drivers and it was a torrential downpour outside, like flash flood warning rains and just really added up to a real shitty day. It was like the perfect storm, you know? And, uh, when I finally got home last night, I was just drained. I just, I saw people, you know, doing 85 miles an hour in a storm that you legit couldn't see 10 feet in front of your car. I mean, I'm a professional driver and I drove home with my fucking hazard lights on last night doing 50 miles an hour because it was impossible. And people were just whipping around on their phones. I, I, if you are a person who drives at night or during a thunderstorm, Without your headlights on, I hope you fucking die. How's that? <laughs> That's how we're starting off. Merry Christmas. Go fuck yourself. I swear to God, if you are a person who drives at night or in the rain without headlights, you deserve to have an engine block go through your chest. So, yeah. Let's do this shit. You guys ready? Huh? think it's gonna be good we're gonna sit around and talk crazy shit we're gonna talk about murder and gore and crazy it's gonna be good i think we collectively as a people should rise against this corporate jolly noise and tell the world let's buy some peace and quiet for a change before we spend it all on fucking toys so if I ain't drunk that it ain't Christmas You know where to stick those jingle bells If I ain't hammered it ain't hunker la 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 go fuck yourself If I ain't cock-eyed it ain't Kwanzaa Join to the world of getting I don't know him. He's never reached out and said hello. It's right, just right. he just started tagging me in association with like people like Robin Slim or um, I forget who else he used to be like friendly with. So I, I saw and, him on an episode of Robin Slim, and it looks like he's been on two because I think they did yeah. the same thing. Like they shit on him pretty hard, and mm-hmm. then they brought him back, and it was like he was a good sport about it. He was like, "All right, guys. I mean, fuck. You know, I'm just trying to do my shit." And they were like, "Fair enough. Fuck it." <laughs> I think actually he could be funny if if people let him talk and he wasn't so, I don't know, nervous, I guess. I, I don't know. Something about him. He's either nervous or jumpy or something. He could be really fucking funny because the joke itself wasn't. Oh, the, the Batman joke? Yeah. It I've wasn't heard that, Ray. It wasn't that bad. It Ray. was bad, but it wasn't like. Uh, I don't you know. But my... if, you, if you saw somebody like Bill Burr or Rogan or whatever deliver that joke. You'd be like, oh, shit, that was fucking funny. You know what I mean? That's but what the I'm way- saying. It's funny. It, and I've heard way worse. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I've heard far worse than that myself. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to Paul Mooney and tell me you haven't heard worse. <laughs> Paul Mooney made one of my favorite jokes. And it's it sucks because I grew up when I grew up. So I've only had him for a few years. 
Yeah. Um, I understand that he wrote for Richard Pryor, so I'm a big oh, yeah. Richard Pryor fan. So I guess vicariously, I'm a big Paul Mooney fan. Excuse me. Um, sure. So I was watching one of his specials, and he made the funniest fucking joke. Like it was one of those hit you right in the brain and roll around for a second, and then you go, "That's that's fucking hilarious." He was talking about uh, like ghost hunting shows, you know, uh-huh. those fucking ghost adventure shows. He was like watching on the TV, all these silly ass white boys running around looking for ghosts. He goes, white people, there's no such thing as ghosts. He said, because if there were, slaves would come back and beat the shit out of y'all. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, that is so, that is so beautifully poetic coming out of his mouth. And the way he oh, was dude, dead, he... listen, he was dead serious. <laughs> he looked at him, he said, slaves would come back and beat the shit out of all y'all. <laughs> I gotta see I gotta see if I can find it somewhere, but he did an interview on some you know, like one of these uh like morning shows where like, you know, you got this perky white lady, middle aged, and so he comes on hey, and she starts asking What's that? <laughs> hey everybody, we're here today with Mr. Paul Mooney. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then all of a sudden, so she directs it from this cheery sort of attitude to, like, Mister Mooney, what do you, what do you say when people say that you're nothing more than a racist, you know, propagating whatever, like some fancy way of saying you're a fucking racist? And he goes, Yo. honestly, I don't give a fuck. On national TV, it was fantastic, and the lady was like, oh, oh, we we, we can't, uh, you can't, you got to stay away from using words like that. He goes like, no, I don't. <laughs> Just but the way he did it, you know, in his cadence was so fantastic and then they just cut to commercial it was so quick but it was great because he's like fuck you if you don't get my comedy you don't know what i'm doing why do you even have me here you know it's great man you know i i was speaking to my buddy about it and i wonder if maybe he's on the spectrum a little who paul mooney i'm not trying to insult the man i'm just saying i've noticed some of his tendencies like the way he sits and the way he looks i i think he might be a little autistic like he's got that that thing where he kind of just stares at the floor when he talks, like he doesn't really make eye contact. If you ever watch him, you know, watch him on a show or anything like that. He just kind of stares at the floor. You can watch a uh, Richard Pryor's roast from 30 fucking four, 40 years ago, whenever it was. Yeah. yeah. And even there he's sitting at a table and he's just, he's got his index finger in his thumb and he's sitting there. He's just kind of staring at his fingers while he's fucking with the tablecloth, you know, and he just looks around a little and then back at his hands. I think, Maybe that's part of his brilliance because, you know, even like Asperger's and shit like that, like, oh, yeah, the social shit doesn't register. So they don't care what you think. They just say what they want. And sometimes oh, that shit a, can be harsh. We have a, <laughs> yeah, we have a very close friend of our family that has Asperger's. Yeah. At, at least we suspect he does. I don't think he's ever been properly diagnosed. But when he does come here, he'll say stuff. <laughs> Me and my wife just look at each other like, holy shit. Oh, Do you realize what you just said? And he's like, what? What? What'd I say? <laughs> it's so fucking funny. They just don't get it. <laughs> well, um, My wife's parents. My wife. My wife. Uh, <laughs> there's this lady across the street. Her name's Peggy, right? Yeah. She is a, she's a card, bro. She's just this old ass lady that lives across the road. And she's very opinionated. She's very mouthy. And uh, we've had her at a few family functions, you know, Thanksgiving dinner, shit like that. <laughs> And uh, she's always great for entertainment because she comes over and she's mouthy and opinionated and fucking gets into politics and all kinds of shit. And then like oh boy. her grandpa's 90, like my wife's grandpa. So sometimes he'll have to shut her down and be like, nobody's listening to you, Peggy. <laughs> like, it's fucking, <laughs> it's 
<laughs> so fucking funny. I love people like that, bro. We've had we have a couple of them. Like we had a barbecue a few years back, and I probably either told this story on your show, B Rob show, or somebody's show. But <clears throat> we had a barbecue a few years back, and we had this guy that came with, I guess, my daughter's godmother, Mary. So she's dating this guy. He shows up. My oldest son is black, right? Uh huh. So a lot of his friends are black. It's it's what it is. They're all great fucking kids, cool as shit, whatever. Anyway, they're all here and they've got like Nerf guns, you know, and they're running around. Oh no, not Nerf, uh, super soakers. Okay, is what it is. And they're running around spraying each other. This guy that's with my daughter's godmother, the guy, he's like, he said something to the effect of. I he go I can't do his accent because it's real strong southern country. But he was basically like, you know, you gonna let that nigger have a gun on your property? And I was like, like I swear to God, it was like one of those movie moments where everything stopped. It yeah. got silent it as the, shit, including the, the music. Record skip. We all, yeah. What the fuck did you just look, say? We, yeah, we looked at this guy like, whoa, uh, you okay, brother? <laughs> like everything all right? He goes, I don't like when they've got guns. You know, it makes me nervous. And I was like, dude, he's got fucking – it's a water gun for one. Yeah, yeah. Number two, what's the difference if he's got a gun or this little white kid's got a gun? What the fuck is wrong with you? So anyway, he then he went to a tirade and then we had to kick him off the property. Oh, shit. You got to leave. Fuck you, man. I don't give a shit. And my daughter's godmother, Mary, she was super upset. Like, um, but that's just the way he is, you know. Uh, and I was like, no, that's not acceptable. I'm sorry. You don't yeah. – you just don't – you don't know anybody here. You don't do that shit, you know? I mean, you didn't have a clue that was going to happen. Uh, you said this is the well, dude that she'd been dating? Or, like, what did you say? This is their no, son. No, she never met the guy before. So she just, she was coming for the barbecue. And uh-huh. then she said, do you mind if I bring him? And we're like, yeah, bring him. I don't give a fuck. You know, like, whatever you do. So we had no idea. We never met him prior to that to that day. Yeah. So... Okay, so like I thought this was somebody any- that maybe had come around, or she at least knew him well enough to be like, oh, <laughs> by the way, no, he she, drops hard had, R's. <laughs> yeah, yeah, if she had given me the heads up, it would have. I could have given everybody like, all right, look, this guy's little, he's one of them. Yeah, just let it be. Look, we'll ignore him. And, yeah. But not at all. And it was funny because when he first got to my house, he wasn't drinking. Right, right. So it wasn't like – it wasn't like anything, but all of a sudden we all started drinking. We're in the back. The keg is tapped. Everybody's, you know, having a few beers. Oof. Next thing you know, that juice. things start to take a turn. <laughs> Ooh, that sauce gets flowing. That's right. Did you ever hear? Uh, that's a Richard Pryor joke. Do you know that one? It's uh, he I said so. he doesn't get drunk with white people. He said <laughs> he said, see, I never get drunk with white people. No, y'all motherfuckers get to drinking, and uh, did you uh? As soon as you hear, yeehaw, he's like, I know what that fucking means. He said, get a rope and find a black motherfucker. <laughs> I don't know why I find shit like that so funny. I mean, it's even you saying it because, I mean, you know Richard Pryor. But yeah. Just hearing you say it is fucking hilarious. I he can't said even it imagine. on stage. Yeah, he was like. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I can't imagine being in the crowd watching that 40 years ago when shit like that was like. It was the norm. I mean, you could pretty much say anything back then. Yeah. Now you'd be fucking crucified. You tell a joke like that. Like, it's so bizarre. I don't get that shit. Well, it depends on, like, what your ethnicity is now. Some people can get away with it. Yeah, the ones that don't give a fuck. You know, at the end of the day, if you don't care, they can't come after you. You say what you want, I don't give a shit. I'm still going to do my stupid shows. I'm still going to, you know, have my fans. I don't give a fuck. I don't need your, like, 
that's the one thing that I love about um, – by the way, are we recording, by the way? Yeah, we've been recording. Oh, good. All right. Thank God. But <laughs> that's one thing I can say that I like about Rogan or his crew of people is that he's like, look, I don't, I don't want that. I don't want the Hollywood money. I don't want the TV money because I don't want anybody to own me. I just want to do it my way. You know, just let me do what I do. And if it falls apart, it falls apart. But at least it's me. You know what yeah. I mean? And I'm like, that shit makes total sense, man. Once you start working for another person, a giant corporation, and they got morality clauses, and you can't do this, and I get that that's good, but at the same time, you're taking a part of that person away, which I don't know. For some reason, I don't like it. I don't. I don't dig it. You know. I, I don't think he'll work for the UFC much longer. To be honest with you, I don't think. He oh, will. He, he's already said he's got like one, maybe two more years. Like, mm-hmm. and this was. This is when they sold the company. And he was yeah. like, maybe one, two more years, and then I'm out of there. You I can I, tell I he's already kind of tired of it. I mean, he wouldn't say the shit on, on a show, but he's he's fucking tired of it. Not, of, not of the fighting. He wants to hang out and do those fight companions, and they got a good fucking plan. That Brennan Schaub dude, they're talking about just you know brainstorming, watching fights, and going, you know what you need to fucking do, bro? You need to fucking monetize this shit, this shit and have it like a, a second secondary audio track for the ufc pay-per-view like give us an option to flip to you know spanish french audio commentary b and then that's going to be joe rogan brennan schaub and brian callen and them uh and fucking dude people would pay extra for that shit yeah without, it's good without shit. a doubt eddie you know bravo I mean? yeah they sit there they get all hammered and they start talking about crazy shit they don't even watch the fight half the time <laughs> it's great well i would say the majority of the fight companions they don't talk about the fights it's every now and again like as soon as the fight's about to start they'll throw a few comments out there and it's like whatever but i don't you know i don't listen to a lot of the fight companions but the ones that i have they haven't stayed on the fights at all no they're good shows man i love it yeah <laughs> his, his crazy friend with all his uh, conspiracy theories eddie bravo he's nuts Oh, he's not nuts. Dude. He's not nuts. Excuse me. He's he's <laughs> very fucking strong, opinionated, and I guess you just have to deal with that. But some of the shit is crazy. <clears throat> some of it makes you think. It's like, man, there could be a lot of crazy shit going on around me, and I would never know. I believe, I believe in some of those theories, and then other ones are so fucking far out there. I wonder how they become a thing. Well, how about like, this? D- fucking, there was one that I was just listening to. With Rogan? Was uh-huh. it Rogan? Who the fuck was it? No, it was Sam Tripoli. Maybe it was Burkast. It was some show. And he was talking about like the, the 9-11 stuff. He's got a show called Tinfoil Hat, right. I think. I haven't checked it out, but it's they talk about conspiracy theories and shit. Oh, shit. And so they got on 9-11, you know. And Homeboy is making rounds right now, and he talked about this a little on another show, and he said – so there was the, the Twin Towers, right? The Pentagon mm-hmm. and then the buildings, uh, building six. No, it's seven. Building seven. Okay. He said. That's the one that fell afterwards. So check this out. He said building six and people corrected him. They said, you mean building seven? Like in the comments yeah. for the episode. He goes on another show. I don't, I can't remember who it was. I just listened to it. But he it's got to be Burtcast because he was just on Burtcast. So it's Burtcast, and he fucking starts talking about. No, I said Building Six. He said there were five. And it's like, hold on, you know. Everybody was kind of, like, what the fuck are you talking about, man? And so he got into it, and he said that you know, kind of connected the dots with the um, 
apparently something happened the day or the week before with Donald Rumsfeld, and it was something about they were going to get audited, right? And this is the, I guess, the conspiracy mm-hmm. theory that I've I've heard, or at least I I think is got some legs. Well, what happened was Donald Rumsfeld went before Congress or Senate or something. I don't know. I don't remember exactly who he went before, but he went before them and said that they were missing. I don't know, some ridiculous sum of money. Let's say $2 trillion was de- was missing from the defense budget. Nobody knows what happened to it. They have no record of where it went. Oops. They don't know anything about it. Yeah. So <laughs> fast forward when Congress then says, okay, we're going to order a congressional audit or whatever. And then not even a day later, 9-11 happens. And it's interesting that they attack the World Trade Center. And then they, you know, they hit those two buildings. They end up in a field in Pennsylvania, which was headed towards the White House. And they went for the Pentagon, which happens to be the exact office where they keep all the records for the Defense Department budget. So they happen to hit that one office. There's no supposedly. I mean, I I don't know. I don't really believe in all this shit, by the way. I just happen to know a bunch about it. But they happen to hit the uh, that exact office, which happened to blow everything up so that the running theory is that it was a, you know, black ops government mission where they were going to take out this office so they could hide their secrets right. and disappear with the money. I, I mean, I guess. So I apparently building six is another building that was fucked with um, and it had something to do. It was OK. I just remember. So that the audit was going to happen, right? Uh-huh. In building six was the office that was responsible for doing the the work of auditing to do all they were like the governing body that was going to do the fucking background checks you know they were going to be the people doing the shit apparently the building that that building six had their office in it so they took out the whole fucking project too is what he was saying (laughs) right so that's nuts yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't. I haven't heard anything about that. Again, I don't really buy too much into those type of conspiracies. I mean, I don't. I guess it's the thing is that there's so much uh, contradictory information, you know. So like, you get one guy that says, "Oh, jet fuel can't can't melt steel beams," and then right. you get other guy that says, "Well, yeah, technically you're right, but it could weaken the beams, right. which could then bring the weight of the building could collapse on itself." And, who the fuck knows? A building, I don't know a building is ninety percent air. You know, it's all mainly just steel girders and shit. You know, there's oh yeah, 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 a lot of that. But stuff. It, it's it they get so okay. You know, there's so, so much bickering back and now. forth that I tend to just so how about out. this? I'm like, how about this? I'm gonna paint. Yeah. I'm gonna paint a picture. What if they knew about Osama bin Laden? They knew that he was going to crash a plane into the buildings. Somehow they figured that out, right? Yeah. Sent planes to those other three locations to hit at the same thing to make it all look like one big, oh, look what the fuck happened. I don't I You know, I remember that. I remember, you know, way in the aftermath, there was intelligence that said that this is a possibility. Wouldn't that be crazy? Like if they just, they said, listen, we're going to lose a couple buildings, but check it out. We're out $5 trillion. Uh, so I'm going to need you to fucking wreck a plane into this part right here. John fucking X on it. <laughs> and then you right here, right here and knock it down. Wouldn't that be crazy? Again, I don't, you know, I don't fucking know, dude. I think that's, that's, 
it's too fucking crazy for me. It's like I, I don't want to believe we have a government that's capable of doing that, even though I know we do. Hey, Ray. <laughs> I believe that 100%. Ray, what about the fucking guy who recently was going to testify against somebody? It might have been a Clinton thing. But the motherfucker committed suicide. You remember? Yeah, he got shot twice in the back. He shot himself <laughs> in the back of the head twice. Twice. <laughs> Ray. I didn't say Ray. I just said it. I know they're absolutely capable hey man, of it. I've been, you know. Hey, I've been shot in the fucking face. <laughs> <laughs> most of the time. Did the government do that too? Most of the time. Let me just say, oh, you don't want to. Go ahead on and do that shit again once it happens once. You know what I'm saying? That's true. If you manage to survive the first <laughs> shot, you would think, oh, shit, this hurts too much. I probably so, don't want to do this again. I'm just saying. Or you might not be able. You might blow the whole left side of your fucking brain out, and then you just got, like, one arm finger works, and you're like, meh. Like, you don't really get you don't really get to do it again. You know what I'm saying? Jody, I don't know what to tell you, man. The man committed suicide. It's suicide. I don't know what to tell you. It was ruled a suicide. It's a fucking suicide. Maybe he had two guns and somebody walked up and took one of them. Maybe that happened. Uh, so you know what? Crazy. I don't. I don't know. To me, I know that these things exist, and that's probably a legitimate case for something that you could say, like, okay, the government or something, somebody, whether it was the Clintons out doing it outside of the government, which I don't think that was a Clinton thing, by the way. Wasn't that a uh, Trump? Trump dude that was gonna um I don't oh, fuck. I don't was think he gonna so. testify about the Russian emails to the FBI or some crazy shit? I don't know. I could be mixing stories. There's too many of them. Yeah. That's a shitty thing. I just I it's weird because I that's my theory, man. And I've had a couple and it's weird because I saw the Sandy Hook thing today. That's another one of my oh. uh another yeah. one of my extension crazy ass theories. I don't know if you heard that episode I was talking to Chris, but uh that one's so far out there, dude. Like it is hard for me to wrap my head around that. You know what, what do you I mean? mean? Just the conspiracy theory, or that it actually happened. That it actually happened. I'm oh, not, I agree. Listen, yeah, I'm, I'm not you. saying that no children got shot that day. Mm-hmm. I don't think twenty fucking kids got murdered that day. Oh boy, that's insane! <laughs> like, <laughs> and that's what what I told him. I said, you know how they're talking about how all these fucking pedophiles and shit, all these. Uh, these crazy, like if we're going the, uh, oh shit, what's the the Infowars guy? What's his, uh, who's his I don't know. Name? Come on, man. You're way more connected to this shit than I am, and I got to tell you what, you're fucking crazy. That Sandy, <laughs> that Sandy Hook shit is real. Just so look, you know, let me let me that shit say, happened. Look, kids let, died. This is what I said. I said, okay, so I know that child kidnapping, abduction, sex ring shit is a thing, right? Yes. I also heard that there's like. All the pedophilia shit going on with all these senators and shit like that. And I have a theory on why they do that, too, but we'll come back around to that. Oh, boy. <laughs> okay. So check it out. No, no, no. This is so. Go ahead. What if? Because here's, here's the thing, man. A lot of people have been murdered over the course of however many years. We've had serial killers. We've had mass shootings. And up until recently, that was probably one of the biggest ones. You know what I'm saying? Up until sure. the nightclub shooting, I think it was like the biggest up to that point. It's hard for me to believe that a kid, let's cut, he was he was a, an adult kid, man child, whatever. You know what I'm saying? He was grown, but he wasn't fucking 45 years old. No, no, of course not. He was, still, he was believe, a kid by our, our, <coughs> I believe our standards. 
he killed his mother. Okay. I believe he walked into that school and I believe he probably shot three to five children, which is too many, Ray. I'm saying if that really happened and five parents lost their kids that day, that breaks my fucking heart. But uh, yeah, I know that there there's a lot of gun legislation. There's a lot of videos, a lot of other people who have put together compilations to watch. And I'm not saying that I believe everything, but what I think happened is I bet you that some kids got murdered that day. Uh huh. And they kidnapped the other 15 fucking kids. Okay, you done? Yeah. <laughs> You're out of your fucking mind. Shut the fuck up with that crazy talk. Holy shit. You're telling me this guy shot his mother and five kids, right? Mm-hmm. And then the other 15 or whatever kids that remain. The government came in and kidnapped them? <laughs> and they went into sex trafficking rings and or and or fucking the pedophilia old crazy what? people, okay? Black market, black internet shit, man. You can get a half a body on the fucking dark web. You know what, what I'm saying? You can order what a half a person. Fuck? Listen, I want the top half of a person and that shit will come to you. Um, this world yeah. is a crazy place, Ray. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there's a lot of crazy shit you can do. I don't believe... I know there's no fucking way that happened. Okay. I think you're out of your fucking mind. The reason that I think that these, these old crotchy motherfuckers are into the pedophilia stuff. Uh, I think that on the scale of like adrenaline rush and carnal sins, like the ultimate crime, you know, like murder, right? Okay. You fucking murder somebody. That's pretty much unforgivable. You know, that's, that's the ultimate sin. You, I don't think you get to go to heaven if you kill somebody. Uh, no, you're not supposed to be able to. Well, that's not true. As long see, it's tricky because all you have to do is say you're sorry. Yeah. Eh, well, problem we'll, solved. we'll come around Couple to that. I'm just talking about in the legal sense. Like, that's it. Oh. You're done. Well, that's, in the legal sense, people. if you kill somebody and you get caught, you're going to prison. So if you kill somebody and you can get away with it, right? And you know those people are out there and you cannot fucking tell me that they aren't. Like somebody that you can are. give money to and then they make people dead. <laughs> that happens. Or you got people that come and it'll clean up clean up a crime scene for you yes. and make make the body and everything. It'll the just adrenaline like it rush, never happened. The adrenaline rush that you probably get from that is probably like jet fighter pilot. You know what I'm saying? Adrenaline to be able to get away with something like that. I don't fucking know, dude. You know, think, it's hard for me to imagine that. People could see it as something like that. You know what I mean? Like as like a senator could look at it and be like, yeah, this is this is my shit, my adrenaline yeah. rush. Go fuck yourself. Just kill yourself already. That's I, I don't know. I'm I not mean, OK I, with it. I'm just saying. Oh, no, no, like, no, I know you're not. I, I'm criminals, not saying you're People that it. steal shit. You know what I'm saying? It starts with a lighter. Then it turns into a thing. And then you get yeah, more. And you get a car. And next you're robbing banks. But you, know, you get that rush. Your heart starts fucking pumping. Your ears start burning. You know what I'm saying? If you've ever done anything illegal, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Of it's the same yes, feeling. Same feeling you get when you're deer hunting. It's called buck fever. When a big ass deer walks out in front of you out in the woods and you fit in a drop his ass, you fucking, your, your knees start shaking. You know what I'm saying? Even if you're cold blooded. Yeah, that makes sense. So I get that. I'm just saying for me, like, you know, I don't know. I don't know what it is if that's a real thing, first of all, which I know that there are fucking perverts in Congress and the Senate and right. that do crazy so that shit. Was, you, I, you connected the dot. I'm saying I think that raping, molesting children, the ultimate sin is probably comparable, comparable to that feeling if you can get away with it. 
And I bet that's what they do. They just pay for whatever and they do what the fuck they want. True. I mean, I'm sure they do because I know that, like, <clears throat> if you take somebody like the president, right? And I'm not talking about Trump. I just mean the president as a general, as a whole. But if you took the president and the president create or committed some crime, he's got people that will go out and clean shit up and try to shield him from the aftermath. You know, so take, for example, uh, when, when, um, Oh, what the fuck's his name? The the guy with no fucking heartbeat. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, Dick Cheney. Dick Cheney. When Dick Cheney shot his buddy in the face, right? Yeah. Oops. If anybody else did that shit, right, and then left the scene and just kind of disappeared for weeks on end with no questioning, you're going to fucking jail. You know what I mean? Yeah. You need to say like you need to stay there and be like, hey, shit, my bad. Uh, I fucked up. I you know I I handled the gun improperly. Whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This guy just got in his fucking car. was like, uh, good luck, buddy. Peace. <laughs> I mean, what the fuck? So that's what I'm saying is those people are out there. Yes. So I think it would be crazy to find out, like, if way deep down, like the conspiracy with 9-11, like they were covering, so they were covering their ass. What if that was just a way to uproot, you know, 15 fucking kids? I'm sure they'd be worth millions of dollars. You know what I'm saying? To the right person. I guess. I mean, I'm, I don't I'm know. not it saying like... I'm not saying that 15 parents didn't lose their children that day, but maybe those children weren't put in that box. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Maybe they didn't get their kids back in that box. It's just I could see some ah, creepy dude, shit like that know. happen, and it's all fucked. Like I'm not I'm not endorsing it. I'm not happy that my brain goes there, but my brain goes there. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. I'm, I mean, a little, I'm, I'm a little crazy, I, I, Ray. <laughs> what do you mean a little? You're a lot fucking crazy thinking that crazy <laughs> shit. But to me, like, I can see that there – I know that there are absolutely awful, despicable people out there that do all kinds of nasty, crazy shit. You yeah. know, whether you got serial killers that kill for – you know, they have a ritualistic killing that they have to do every so often or you got somebody that rapes but, kids or so you that's got somebody that – is the serial killers, man. Only a few of those people killed a lot of people. Like, I think even, like, one of the highest ones only killed, like, ten, you know? No, you're out of your mind, bro. You need to do your research more. Holy shit. No Dude, shit? this is one of my one of my favorite subjects in the world, the serial killers. It's all that, like, every show I watch is about killers. I fucking love this shit. I don't know why. I fucking, I geek out on it. <laughs> well, why. hey, hang it's on creepy. just a Fuck. second. Fucking, uh, yeah. I just got a little textamundo here. Uh, I think I'm going to add Ramsey. Is that cool? Yeah, go for it, brother. I wonder mm. if he's into serial killers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to ask him. Yeah, let's see. You like serial killers? Are you a serial killer? Ramsey. And you hear us, Ramsey. Hello. Look at that pretty face. What's up, brother? Um, hello. Hey. There you go. I can hear you. Ramsey. What's hello. going on, dude? How are you? 
Uh-oh. I guess he can't hear us, but we can hear him. I can hear you. Yeah. Oh, you can hear me? I can hear you? No, he can't hear us, I don't think. No, he just said he can hear me. Yeah? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I can hear you. I can you. hear you. All right, perfect. Now you can hear us. Okay. Hey, what's up, dude? <laughs> what's up, Ramsey? How you doing, brother? Good. All right, so just so you know, I'm Ray from the Naked Porch. I'm the guy you can't see. The guy there with the gay Nirvana shirt on, that's Jody B. <laughs> see I that? don't see an undershirt. See that? That's no, a, I said listen, no, I Nirvana. See now. That's yeah. a real middle finger. You see that, Ray? Yeah, it's crooked as fuck. What happened? <laughs> well, that's part of my got shot stuff, but... That's a real middle finger. There's only three. I look like a fucking Simpson. Look, that's a real middle finger. You can eat shit. Wait, so where's your fourth finger? <laughs> what? Where's the fourth one? The pinky. I got a pinky. It's my middle finger. I don't have a middle finger on that hand. Oh, shit. What the fuck? Yeah. You're an alien. No. I wanna... <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. We joke. talked about it. Yeah, okay. You fuck. <laughs> Just make me think I got a a log getting fisted by you. I got a fucking lobster claw. (laughs) That's awesome. Now, look, it's funny because y'all can see me. So this is one of my favorite jokes. The one real fucked up thing about having this finger like this is I can't fucking point. So like when I point, it's this way. You see that shit? I'm pointing. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to point. It's just crooked, man. It's I don't have feeling in it. Oh, shit. Well, at least you still have it. Yeah, it doesn't really work. It gets I've got it caught indoors and stuff before. It's fucked. Whatever. For those of you that may be listening and have no idea what he's doing, he kind of like curled his, it's like he's holding a gun with his pointer finger on the trigger. So he can't point at you. He could just point the trigger at you like he's going to shoot your ass. But a point to the left. Huh? If, but it leans to the left, Ray. Bitch, I'm trying to give people a visual. You trying to Hmm. I think we all lean to the left. I don't know why cuz we're righties. I think should it, lean to the right, right? I don't know. That's a great question. I never really thought about that. Uh, I'm gonna take my Hold pants on, let me pull off. out my dick. Yeah, so I can <laughs> take my pants off. Hold on. <laughs> oh man. Actually, I think I yeah, I do lean to the right. I do. To the oh, right. Nice. Thought I'd share that with you guys. <laughs> I'm a left guy, so fuck it, man. You got a weird dick. I mean, you know. I mean, <laughs> I I never really thought of it as weird, but thanks, Jody. You're Thanks welcome. Thanks for giving me a you know a little issue there. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. Because it doesn't turn. At least it doesn't turn red like a dog, like a dog's does. Uh, I'll give you that. That's that's not good. <laughs> I'm really glad that see- we evolved from that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, do you want to introduce Mr. Ramsey, sir? Uh, get the show on the road. Well, I'm I'm gonna Ramsey. I'm gonna say this. Oh shit! You kind of you you dropped in on me, and it's really a pleasure to get to to meet you this evening. Um, you know, I've watched a lot of your stuff, and we we wow. have a special guest. Um, I don't know what's uh what's the name of your uh your book? Why do we never repeat a joke? Why do we never repeat a joke? Ramsey. And it's good timing because it is net neutrality. You know, they're saying after today, pay ten dollars for Netflix. Fifteen dollars Twitter, twenty dollars for YouTube. I don't know if it's going to happen, but I think I think we should. Because don't leave. Don't forget you, you got You can't leave out Google either, because I use Google every minute, almost of every day. Oh, almost man. everybody I, does. 
I think we should pay for it because it's better for us because eventually they're gonna it's gonna create more jobs. They're gonna be in every single city. They're gonna be able to crack down on all the like. I, there's so many things that are unnecessary that people share and just too much pornography. And there's just there's just <laughs> not enough filtering, you know. Jody, Man. yeah, there's so Did much you, garbage on the internet. There's too much Jody. garbage. Jody, can you hang up on him right now, please? I'm trying. Okay, I'm trying to get to the button. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> Too much porn. How dare you? First of all, there's a Twitter, lot. Tw- I got banned from Twitter because I told a girl that I told a girl that she should be raped. Yeah, I, I would. I think that's a good reason to get banned. You yeah, fuck. I think that's part of the rules. <laughs> well, she, all she was doing was posting nudes. I'm like, are you asking to be raped? No, dude. No, I was completely. It was completely necessary. Did I you think. wait, wait, wait? Did you say I think you should get raped, or did you say I hope you get raped? <laughs> no, I said, are you asking? Are you asking? Okay, because that's not what you fucking said. <laughs> I, I have a PG thirteen filter on Twitter, so I can't see any nudes. Yeah, but um, there was actually um, Sarah J, who's one porn star that I know, got banned. But, you know, I don't know if you know, but that cyberbullying, uh, there's this really famous porn star called August Ames. She just killed herself a week ago today. I heard yes, someone that. Told, you heard about uh, that? Yeah. I know it the story pretty well, yes. News. But she didn't kill herself. Well, she killed herself over bullying. But wasn't it due because she was sort of tied in with this whole Weinstein nonsense? She spoke out about it, and then people started attacking her. Uh, I forget exactly the whole story, but they started attacking her based on that. And eventually, she was already pretty fucked up in the head to begin with, and that just set her edge where... No, if, you, if you follow her Twitter feed, all she said was um, that she was supposed to do uh, a scene with the with a guy who does bi- who's a bisexual, and she she says, "I don't fuck with dudes that fuck with guys because they have they have That's different right. And yes, that's all no, she said. no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. She I said, know exactly. I will not touch I will not touch a dude who's been with guys. That's all she said. Because but the reason she said that is because apparently gay actors who gay See, porn stars that there was wear condoms yeah. do not have to be tested for HIV and other diseases. So she, her she point said of something was, about AIDS. Like she did. I'm pretty yeah. sure I saw that tweet where she was because yeah. it was a, it was a response to somebody saying, you know, that's fucked up. Right. And then she said, well, I'm just saying, like, high five the other day, it made me giggle a little bit because I never, it took me a second to figure it out because they were talking about it. And he said, high five. And I was like, high five. High five. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> and I'm sitting here for a minute and then it hit me. I was like, oh, shit. Like, it's, I've heard it called the Blood Ninjas too. That's a pretty good one. That one's another one that made me giggle a little. Like, it's no I joke. Like that. You still get fucking AIDS, man. The thing, especially in that line of work. So I could understand her concern. Maybe she went about saying it the wrong way. But how the fuck you gonna kill yourself? Like that's a. That's I think hard I think it for me to wrap my brain hotter. around, man. If you ask, makes her ten times hotter. Because hmm. she respects she respects her work just like the Joker did. There was another porn star called Stella Ann who was absolutely gorgeous. And she was a valedictorian, and they, and uh, she asked to be retracted her porn video because she got paid like twenty grand. She was able to go to college, and they didn't retract her video. She 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 blew she blew her face off. Oh shit! And I I'm telling you, dude, I whack off that much better when I watch her videos. <laughs> they dude, said, listen, what the fuck? hey hey hey, here's the thing. I do because right. it makes it more realistic. Because it's not like, oh, she's alive, she doesn't love me. It's like, okay, she's a ghost. She's it's 
possible for her Wait, to love Ramsey, me. Ramsey, Ramsey. Did you just say you watch the video of her blowing her face off and whack off to it? You no, get off? No, I watched. She was. She only did one porn, but pre August Ames is like 2047. So, Two, here's, Jesus Christ. Look, Ray, here's the thing. Apparently, yes. since uh, August Ames hung herself, her fucking video views have went through the roof. So it's like when a, when a celebrity die or a musician dies and like their shit goes through the window, you know, fucking they said oh, yeah, her blows stock up. Yeah. went through the roof. <laughs> I think, but I think the reason for that being is because she made world. So everybody's like, who is this chick? That oh, is she's true. a porn star? That's Let me go see what she looks like. That's going to be I mean? research Ray, now. Ray, research. I watch Fox, ABC, <laughs> CNN. She wasn't anywhere to be found, dude. Nobody who? cared. Nobody cares about her. Yeah, but again, I don't watch any of the major media outlets. I don't mostly anything I learn is online or chatting with other true. people. Had, so they didn't talk the about it on the news. Hang on one second, Jody. I'm sorry. I'm but sorry. The fact, that, the fact that you know of her and you were on this show and you mentioned her and then I'm talking about her and then Jody talks about her. Whoever listens to the show is like, who? Oh, let me go look her up real quick. Mm-hmm. There you oh, go. Yeah. She's got more views. So we're all spreading that information regardless. You know what I mean? It's not necessarily – doesn't have to necessarily be through – Fox, CNN, or whoever the fuck, they're not going to cover that kind of shit. They don't give a fuck, you know? Yeah. It's all about, it, uh, is it? I don't know. I don't think I care, to be honest. Is it like a boogeyman theory? Like, they don't talk about it just so... Like, because I heard somebody say the other day, just like they don't show videos of bank robberies, just so they don't want to influence people to go fucking try it, ever since that real bad one that happened in L.A., the uh, the... Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Those yeah, guys yeah. with the, the automatic weapons and, and they were the taking out Kevlar you know, and they were just fucking people up. Yeah. They were like, let's not give anybody any goddamn ideas. It's bad enough that these stupid veins around ATM machines and try to rip them off the fucking. <laughs> they rip their whole Buildings. bumpers off and shit. <laughs> yeah, I just, um, I just talked. Ray, I don't know if you know this, but I've been. We got harassed by this woman from KTLA because okay. she told me she was going to have me on the news for getting punched in the face. <laughs> I saw the video last I night, got, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I got jacked up, and she she was texting me, and I showed Jody, and and she she went on Twitter. She's like, I've never even heard of you. She's like, you better watch your mouth or something. It and, seemed unnecessary. Like I was, I'm not gonna lie, Ramsey. I was looking at that shit, and I go, huh? <laughs> like, yeah, people. I don't people fucking know this guy. News. Let's let's see what happens. And then we talk for a while, and I go, ah, it'll be fine. <laughs> you know, you seem. I understand so comedy, pretentious, man. Dude, they're so pretentious. She told me she's like, oh, well, it happened too long ago. I'm like, I could just upload it again. We could pretend like it happened last night. Who cares? <laughs> You're really there's not a lot of stand up comedians that have been punched in the face on stage. I will say that, but. That big bitch had a wicked right hand. Like, I watched the video a couple times. <laughs> she fucking got you good, man. I said, look at this big old bitch. She fucking, she was like Brock Lesnar in a wig. And she jumped on stage and said, what? <laughs> hey, Ramsey, let me ask you this question, right? So Jody tweets out sure. the video last night. I'm pretty sure he tagged you in it. I don't remember if he did or didn't. Did you see my yeah, response to the video? Yeah, I did. I read all your responses. And I'm really, really grateful and thankful and appreciative so here's here's the thing, right? My thing is this. When you're up there doing your thing, whether it's good or not, offensive or not, makes no fucking difference. That's no. your world. That's your domain. So yeah. the fact that she came up to the stage and tried to unplug the monitor first, you should have kicked her right in the fucking mouth. But as it may. Number two, then she walks around and comes up on the stage. All bets are off at this point. You're full within your right to protect your territory. Yeah. But then she put her hands on you. 
right there, I don't know why you didn't fucking punch her right in the mouth because once she hit me, I would I would lost it. It would have been a wrap. I tell you. And I don't advocate hitting women. I don't advocate any of that shit. But she was the aggressor in all three. Yeah, it's self defense. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. But here's the the thing: cameraman, the cameraman ran on stage, so you didn't see her hit me the second time, and then. and then, the, yeah, she hit me a second time, and I was bleeding, so you could see that. Um, but um, the the owner, who that's who I thought the owner was. That's why I didn't hit her. But then the owner came up to me, and she's like, <laughs> she's like, and I have it video because that was only the, I only showed part of the video on YouTube. Yeah. She's like, please don't sue us because that's the town drunk. What? And I'm like, are you kidding me? And then I swear on on the Bible, Ray, on the on the Holy Bible. The police came. His name was Officer. His name was Officer Inglebrett. He's like Ramsey. He's like he's like. There's 60 people here, and they're all really pissed off. Just go home. And I'm like, dude, I'm tanked. Like I'm literally tanked, and I drive a smart car. You know, this is not a smart idea. He's like, just get out of here. I ended up backing out of the parking lot, hitting somebody, and I just left. <laughs> I was- <laughs> I guess I'm gonna have to cut this part out. Shit, way to go, Ramsey. <laughs> Maybe the statute of limitations. How long ago was that? Never tell somebody drunk to drive. What what was he thinking? I've seen that before, by the way. I was at a few years back. I was at a Metallica show, right? We left the show. It was Metallica, White Zombie, and somebody else. We left the show. We were pretty lit, but we didn't. I didn't have to drive, so I didn't really give a fuck. But there was a car that was parked right, like in the spot next to us, and they were trying to get everybody out of the parking lot, so they had. Police coming by, you got to go. And this guy's passed out, drunk in seat. I mean, bad. So they're banging on his door window. He gets up, like opens his eyes and he's like, you got to fucking move. Get this car out of here. And he said the same thing. He's like, oh, he tried to say, I don't have my keys. The guy said, move it or we're towing you. So he grabs his fucking keys, turns on the car, throws the car and drive, jumps over the median with the car, slams into the side of another car. Fuck. Now he's going to jail for DWI. And I was like, oh, motherfucker. And I thought that was fucked up. And I said, you know, everybody was like, dude, what the fuck? Just let the guy sleep it off. He ain't going. He's nope. Got to be cleared out of here by 11. Blah, blah, blah. And he was like, I got orders. You know, I was like, yeah, yeah but, but now if, this guy's going to jail. Let's fuck it up. If, if the officer tell, gives you his consent, then it's not DWI because he told you to do it. Agreed, but he's still going to jail for DWI. I can almost guarantee yeah. it. You probably have to have like an audio recording. You get a ticket, but that guy might get fired. <laughs> like that's in these days. Yeah, there sucks. was cell phone, and it did have the capability, but it wasn't like not like it is to fucking full movie on your phone. Then it was like you could do a five second clip, and you got to make sure you have that camera ready to go at that exact moment. You know, so, so we didn't really have that opportunity. But either way, it didn't matter. It was. It's still something that this guy is going to have to deal with for the rest of his life because some cop was being a dick, you know. But I just want to say that but. the state of comedy. The reason why there's, I'm, I don't care about like when you used as Clay on TV. You remember or Andy Kaufman or some of these greats, dude. They wouldn't tolerate the pretentiousness of, of reporters. They would flare up. They would swear. They would yell. They would get kicked out. Yeah. And that's the thing is that there's so many great comedians that. I mean, nowadays, there's not that many great comedians. They're, they're all in this, like, gangland where, oh, you have to support me or I won't support you. That's not how we, the way comedy works. The reason why I love comedy is because in the, in, in the 380 B.C., like, in the very origins of the court gesture, which is, which is what stand, stand-up comedy originated as, um, they would actually be killed if you weren't funny. And actually, 
the the word stand up that was court gesture, but the word stand up comedy came from the mafia because there was this guy I think his name was Timmy Two Times or something, and they, they had him in one of the movies, but um. He used to do stand-up, and he wasn't funny, so they actually cut his neck. And then he oh, went to the shit. hospital. He, he lived. He went on stage like a couple, couple weeks later, and they were all laughing because he had this huge gash on his neck. And they're all like, yeah, this is a stand-up. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, hey, this is a stand-up guy. This is a stand-up. And that's how stand-up comedian, that term, came. It came from the 1930s in the, from the mafia. So the whole idea of heckling is an art is true. Like, heckling is an art. Like... People throwing tomatoes, like that was the way. That's the way comedy should be. You shouldn't be sitting there listening yeah. through terrible comedians, their acts, their ten-minute sets, paying for it, and then leaving there, you know, and be like, "Why go out tonight? Why did I have to? Why am I waiting and parking? Why am I? Why did I get drunk? Like that was a terrible, a horrible comedy shit on YouTube or whatever." And like that's what's killing comedy right now. I th- yeah, but the cool thing hold, hold about. On comedy is it's a broad fucking spectrum so there's a place for that and there should be i mean there's an emotion that comes out of that just like a dunk tank or anything like that there's that's how it should end up in a dunk like uh with a cage where you could actually throw shit at them that'd be fun yeah that's how it should be that is exactly (laughs) how it should be for people like you for people that want to get in there and get your fucking hands dirty go stand in front of like a bulletproof glass and just let people lob fucking beer bottles at you man that's not how I think it should be. That's the only way that I understand it. Like, it's it's a really ugly. It, it's it's like it's rearing your head. It's a really it's like a nepotistic act where you're just like, you go up there and you know that you're fucking around. So why should anybody take you serious? Yeah. You know, like, it doesn't make sense to me. You well, know? Here, here's the thing, though. Right you're, now, if you're not a part of a gang, you're not getting supported. But here's the thing, right? Comedy, like all of the art forms, is subjective to the person listening. So what I find funny, you may not. Their audience, who's listening at time, and if they're catching that right moment, that right big thing. I agree with what you're saying in a sense that it's become like, uh, you know, a gang of the cool club, I guess you could say. You know, if you're, if you're yeah. part of that cool club, you're pretty much made. I, you know, I don't know. I don't know if it's bullshit or not. Honestly, it's, it's kind of that way in all facets of art. You know, you got musicians that all tour together religiously they're always those same bands you've got uh painters that will only work with certain people youtube people that would only work certain people it just it's just who you know it's who you're comfortable with so i don't i mean i don't i don't know much about stand-up comedy on that side all i can tell you from my perspective as a fan that it's like i i listen to people who tell me that certain comedians are hilarious you got to check watch the special and i'm like Oh, this is fucking boring as shit. I don't. I didn't laugh once, and I'm high, and I didn't laugh once. So what the fuck is going on here? You know, well, we a lot that. of people are like you, and we shouldn't have. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no I was I'm just done. Gonna, we've disagreed a couple times. Like I'll be like, hey Ray, check this shit out, and he's like, I don't get it. I don't, he's like, I don't fucking get it. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I don't. I mean, I'll tell you flat out, I don't understand it. It's not my thing. I respect what the guy is doing. You know what I mean? I need somebody, but. I just would be like, all right, this is not my guy, you know? Then there are other comedians I watch that I think, like, everything they do is fucking brilliant. One of my favorites up until recently, and it's sad, was Louis C.K. I fucking love his comedy. He's one of the funniest guys. I do. He's one of the funniest guys ever. Now all of a sudden he's caught up in this weird jerk. Fuck, man, I love The thing is, is that, like, if you were to ask my, my girlfriend to jack off in front of her and she says yes... I wouldn't care because she said yes. Like, you know what, Ray, when you watch a porno, 
That's basically what you're doing. You're, you're jacking up to somebody's consent. So why should he get in trouble for it? I really think that that was it was um, uh, it was some kind of hype. I don't well, understand. Well, here's, here's the thing, though. He's an influential guy. He's somewhat famous. That is so. Yeah, you kind of got that. So, and I know it happened a long time ago too. But he did kind of have some pull on some of those. Like, no pun intended. But uh, he um, had a little mm-hmm. bigger touring act. They were like, if I say no, this is going to get weird. I'll never work with this guy again. I'm not really sure what to do here. So they just let it happen. It's a weird place to be I in. Don't, I don't agree. Well, you know, I, that listen, there was that other thing you don't with have Tigara. To. Like she was really kind of torn because she questioned whether or not like he did what he did for her to be like, look, I'm fucking, I help people out. I love women. Like because he secretly was fucking beating his dick in front of chicks. And I don't, it's weird. <laughs> Have you look? Okay, yeah, like I don't condone it. I wouldn't look, do it. But I, like, this some, yeah, go ahead. I'd be like, okay, well now I can't get in trouble. That's all that I'm saying. This is a place that I'm having a hard time speaking from. Okay, because I'm gonna ask you two upstanding gentlemen: go Have you it. ever jerked off in front of a person? Mm, like, it's like eye yes. contact. You know what I'm saying? Looking at like, what's up? Like, right? No, yeah, I've scratched, done it. Yeah. I scratched my balls in front of somebody before. I've never done it either. Thing. Maybe it just hasn't happened. I'm not saying it doesn't, but I I hear I, I about think these Louis bums. I was looking that for a way out. Yeah. I, that's what I think. Oh, you think he like laid his own trap? I think he wanted a way out. Yeah. Maybe I don't know. Because once you're Maybe in, you can't get out. He that's what I was saying. Caught. How it's like a gang. <laughs> hmm. Oh, I don't know about that. He was always pretty much an outsider to the to, to the mass majority of comedians out there. But that be that as it may. Going back to that other thing, that other question there, Jody, I've ever jerked off in front of somebody. Yeah, I have, but my wife. You know what I mean? Right. It's not like I wouldn't well, okay, do that to so, a random but person. You I live, just met. You, Ramsey. Yeah. You live in. I had the unfortunate occurrence of just happen upon some fella whacking his. Well, I've never seen that. <laughs> so let me ask you: You see on a regular, regular basis? No, but now, I have I'm not seen talking it a bunch. about sitting in a chair, fucking rubbing your dick like this. Now that's fucked up. But I'm saying like dick in hand, sitting there just. Yes, yes, I've seen that Get a bunch in my life. Fuck out of here! First of all, most of the time you I think see I'm it when fucking I'm in crazy. That's no, nuts. Most, that would drive a person crazy. Oh, yes. I saw a police officer do work. That's creepy. <laughs> but I'm telling you, I seen it while I was in traffic, uh, probably four or five times, where dudes are in the car next to me and they're just jacking it out, and and I don't know what they're listening to or what they're doing or if they're just bored. But I'm like, oh, they're right. just shooting it in their mouth or something. What do you do? No, you you fucking. Ma- I don't watch till they're finished, dude. I just <laughs> I saw it and then I'm like, oh wow, that's going on. Okay, okay. wait a second. You don't make a no one now. If I'm sitting, just sitting, just sitting. Okay, <laughs> look over and some dude, dick in hand, is sitting there whacking it. I'm gonna go. Oh shit! <laughs> dude, we're in two separate cars. It's not like I'm. In his car, he's got his windows up. I'm not going to yell out or beep the horn like, hey, quit beating your meat, you fuck. You know, you I'm not should. doing that. You should hawk at it and be like, hi, motherfucker. Nah, I just let it be. Just you do, man. I don't give a fuck. I just keep it moving. You're a fucking nice. Time. You are a nicer person than me, Ray. <laughs> <laughs> I might get out of my car. car. I might get out of my car and bang on the window and be like, hey, put your motherfucking dick away. What is hey, wrong we with live you? In, <laughs> we live in, you know. I don't give a fuck. And I haven't jerked my dick in a car. I'm not saying I haven't beat my dick while I was riding my dick out with anybody within arm's length, let alone fucking anywhere close by. So I don't I don't get it. That's weird. It is weird. It's very weird. I mean, I've never done it, but I know people that do. You know? 
I mean, I should say, I'm sorry, I should clarify that. I've never done it while I'm driving. <laughs> I always pull off to the side of the road somewhere and hide. Oh, I, I, I did one. I did once. But Harry was on TV, and I was driving eleven hours. I was like, "Fuck this." Dude, Mar- Mariah Carey. <laughs> Mariah Carey's a little. She's a fine woman, and she can get it. She's no, crazy. She's, not. she's crazier. She does not, bro. Oh man, come on now. Listen oh, to you. Oh my god, you're you just told rampant. me you were jacking your dick in your car. <laughs> about real Mariah Carey, she's a fine lady. She's crazy, but she's she. No, she was rollerblading, dude, and she was asking for it. <laughs> <laughs> I would have done it if it was in public. I would have done the same thing. I'd be like, hey, "Look what you did, bitch! This is your fault." <laughs> it's your fault, Mimi. I'd it's be your like, fault. "Suck it up! You're out of your mind." Like, I'd be like, "Look it off the ground! Look what you did! Oh, Get Jesus down there!" Christ. <laughs> that's oh. your child right that's your child right there you better watch out she's gonna come punch you in the face next oh, bro. <laughs> that is true you kind of have a history ramsey you might want to be careful no. no but if you don't if you don't mind my saying oh shit what i, I think the future of comedy should be and um i wouldn't mind being kind of the pioneer for this but the reason why you were saying ray you don't know too much about how the comedy scene works but if you're saying, I think that what we should do in the future is we should do this never repeat a joke. And I wrote um, a manifesto, which I sent to And then I also wrote a screenplay back in 09 about this, where right. we should be measured by where we should use statistics like in sports where we're like, OK, this guy could like in whose line is it anyway? It's kind of like that, where this guy could come up with like 10 jokes in a minute. or That's how we do it in improv and in Second City, where. You're, you're judged on, on how talented you are, how how much, um, how on the spot you are, how many laughs you get, how many tickets you sell, how many seats there are. Because Lenny Bruce said the definition of as a comedian is to make make a, an, somebody laugh every 12 seconds. So if somebody does it 10 seconds, you know, then all these stats should go into play. Because look, when you're watching football and basketball and baseball, you don't care what a guy's RBI is. You don't. You know, I really watch on mute because it's annoying as hell about hearing somebody's breaking a record 65 years ago and like all that stuff is really doesn't it doesn't really come into play but in, in if we had like a hierarchy or a meritocracy in comedy where a comedian was judged based on merit like on his value to the audience that's where i think the future of comedy should be where this shouldn't be by color your skin or what if he's in the l7 gangs or if he's a sexist or whatever, but if this guy did 200 people, I'd never repeat a joke. So I, I, I feel like I should be judged on originality and selling, being able to sell 200 tickets. Oh, shit. Oh. What happened to him? Ramsey, come back, Ramsey. Ramsey. <laughs> I'm going to turn my video off. I don't know if he can hear me. Maybe. Ramsey, can you hear me? Hello? Come back, Ramsey. Ramsey. Are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay, <laughs> Ramsey? Ramsey, are you okay? <laughs> Could you tell us that you're okay? Comedy. Oh, there he is. Hey. He, nope. No, he's sort of not there. Now he's there. No, he's not. I don't know. What's he doing? I don't know. <laughs> now you two fucks turned off your video. I can't see you. I turned mine I'm off. There. Ramsey. There we go. Turn your video off. Right. Okay. Turn it off. Yeah. Yeah. Turn it off because it's eating up the bandwidth, which is cutting out the signal. I want to hear your point, <laughs> so I want to make sure that it's not cutting up. <laughs> oh no, no. 
I'm just saying, like, 200 people is how many people in a room before you can have an emergency exit. Like, it's it's literally, it's, it's an impossible milestone for a comedian who's never repeated a joke, who just goes on stage willy-nilly, walks the plank, is able to accomplish this incredible feat of selling $20 a ticket, making the club $4,000, not getting any of that money back. You know, like... Like I want to be able to post that on in the Guinness book, book Guinness Book of World Records and be like, listen, if there's somebody who thinks they're better than me, go out and prove it. Because I went out and I I built this empire of never repeating jokes, not because I'm an idiot, you know, not because I'm retarded, but because I want to have a meritocracy. Okay. Ram- hey, Ramsey's not a crazy motherfucker. He's well educated. You know what I'm saying? He's been doing com- how long have you been doing comedy, Ramsey? Since 2009, since December 17, 2009. And the thing is that there's 60,000 comedians per per capita. So there's there's we're flooded with comedians, you know, and it's like, well, what do we do? You know, like we're at a bottleneck and there's no there's no meritocracy. Like if you if you have twenty thousand dollars and you give it to Judd Apatow, like you'll get a cameo in a movie. But you, you've never performed stand up comedy before. It's not fair. You know, we should be judged on talent. And if a 13 year old comedian's funny, it doesn't matter if he hasn't been in the business for 20 years. If he's funny, he's funny. Right. That's that's what I will agree with that one point. I think the rest of it, honestly, I think you're just spinning the wheels here. It doesn't really matter. At, at the end of the day, if you're funny, you're funny. That's all that matters to me. If I find you funny, you're good in my book. You know, I don't need any of the stats. I don't need to know if you repeat jokes or not. I don't care. It's just to me, uh, there, there, I listen to a lot of comedy. I mean, whether it's through podcasts, whether it's through YouTube videos or comedy specials on Netflix or HBO or whatever. And what I, again, what I find funny, you may not, but at the end of the day, as long as it's funny, I'm good with it. I mean, I don't need to know stats. I don't need to know who repeated jokes. It's just at the end of the day, it's just is this funny? That's all it breaks down to for me. Well, how do you? Yeah, feel, I mean, and, and about that's where we are. Though? So, like, I don't, and I don't mind it. I don't mind that. Ray, what? Well, how do you yep. feel about stealing? Like, I know that happens where people will actually jack. Now, I don't know if it happens as much as it used to now with everybody being able to kind of relay that shit, but. You know, I'm sure it happens a lot. It happens here. You know, I've heard it just from a few people in the the local scene that people well, will jack somebody's material. People steal tweets all the time. People steal memes all the time. <laughs> yeah, I think of it. I think of it more. There's only so many premises you can cover, right? There's only so many subjects. So unless you have a, an extremely unique take on a specific type of joke. I don't know if it's stealing so much as two guys thought of a premise and went with it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now yeah, I, I know there, I know that there are direct ripoffs like the Mencia thing with the, with the Bill Cosby bit that he took. You know, I know and An many Irish others. Joke. I know that there are people that blatantly steal. There's no question about it. But those people tend to get weeded out pretty quick. I think in the end, it really comes down to, uh, you know, a lot of the times it's just two people just thought of a similar premise they went with it and the, usually one comedian reaches out to the other and says hey you know just so you know i do a similar joke oh shit how long you been doing your joke i did mine for like five years or five months or whatever oh my bad i'll stop doing mine because i just i just thought i thought of it you know so i mean it, it gets worked out i don't know i don't think it's it's nearly as big as people make it make it seem like people like to put up those videos on youtube like 10 best or 10 worst joke stealers in the business. And yeah. it's like, dude, 
I told that joke one night. Somebody happened to record it with their fucking cell phone. I didn't realize it was somebody else's joke, but by then it's too late. You know, it's already out there. So you just got to let it be what it's going to be. It's not it's not that serious. I mean, I hear even with podcasts, I hear like a podcast come up with a, you know, uh, like a premise or like a, a bit. Oh, you mean, you mean know, like, something you mean like, would you rather? <laughs> would you rather is everybody does a Would you rather? That's not really I wouldn't even consider that stealing. But I'm talking about stuff like, um, hmm, let me give you an example. Uh, fuck, I can't even think. I don't know. I, I just now I can't even think about it. Uh, okay, like I'll sleepwalking give you or something. No, I'll give you a perfect example, right? So FYFC Studios, a buddy of mine shows Fear in his. He does a thing called Fears Five. So Fears Five is a series of questions. It's usually five would you rather's stuff that listeners send in, which is great. It's a good. It's a good bit. It's it's fun. It moves quick. But since he started doing that, then he moved. Then I saw three other podcasts start doing a version of that. You know, same things like they took the tweet, just copied it over and, you know, then they start doing it on their show, which is OK. I get it. Whatever. That's fine. So then he moved it to Fears Five Live on Facebook. Then other podcasts were like, that's a great idea. I'll do that, too. You know, and then it became we're going to do YouTube live events, uh, you know, and holidays and weird shit like that, which is great. Again, probably not original, but it doesn't matter. Then all of a sudden people see that and they're like, yo, I'm going to do that too. And then and then I'm like, oh, God damn. And see, to me, it's annoying, but it's also flattering. You know, you're doing something that people yeah, think exactly. is cool. You know? Ray, do you go yeah, to I'm a, a lot of comedy shows? FIFC. Me too. Ray. What? He told yeah, me, Fear Ennis told me that it's standing for fuck your face clown. And I started laughing my butt off. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly what it means. <laughs> Go ahead, Jody. I'm sorry. Right. Do you go to a lot of comedy shows there? Since you're in New York, I mean, I, I assume you might try to see one once in a while, no? The last one we went to see was Nick DiPaolo. Uh-huh. Uh, he was performing in Yonkers, and it was fucking amazing. His opener was terrible. I couldn't stand her. She was driving me bananas. I don't know what it is about her cadence. Something about it was like, oh, God, get her off the stage. It's just, I don't know, whatever. But he was amazing fucking hilarious uh but no i don't typically go to a lot of comedy shows only because we're so busy bro it's the reason why we started the whole podcast is so we didn't have to go anywhere we could just have fun here and have a few drinks and you know yeah i'm a huge fan of nick DiPaolo. he's greek greeks are hilarious (laughs) he's fucking hilarious his podcast is great too by the way yeah and i really i really respect him because if you tweet him or message him he'll he'll contact you Oh yeah, no, he'll respond. He's he's very cool. Again, I mean, uh, the show was amazing, but I, I I don't really see a lot of live comedy. I usually just typically watch the specials on Netflix or YouTube or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that and that's what I that's that's where I the never that's where I, like my style comes in is because how about like what if somebody wanted to know who's the greatest there is like is there a way to figure that out. And Dave Chappelle right now is getting paid twenty million dollars per special. No so shit. is he the is he the greatest and does he deserve it? Sure, maybe. You know, now that Louis C.K. is, is off the throne. Well, Seinfeld you know, nobody... just bumped him though, didn't he? Yeah, Seinfeld gets paid more than him, I think. Yeah. Well that's what you were just talking about, like in a in a rating thing. There's one right there. Fucking Seinfeld, is he a better comic than Dave Chappelle? Like if you no. put their fucking right, if you put their shit next to each other. Neck to neck. Who would win, Ray? Fucking Jerry Seinfeld and Dave Chappelle. 
It's not even a contest, bro. Seinfeld is not funny. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. I don't like that Seinfeld. guy. A lot yeah, of, I hate him with all my heart. Though. A lot of people I don't hate disagree. Him, but I don't like his comedy. His comedy is boring as shit. I don't get it. I, I don't I don't yeah, see I mean like, I respect him as his person, but I hate his comedy. I think it's it's absolute garbage. <laughs> I even thought his show, Seinfeld, was boring. I was like, I don't get it. It was garbage, show. dude. I yeah, it's I don't know. absolute garbage. I, I don't know how it. he did so yeah. well. I came along too late. I, I didn't even get the bug. You know, I didn't watch Friends. I didn't watch either of those fucking shows because it was just I was. I didn't have cable and I wasn't home. So. <laughs> well, I don't. I don't watch. I didn't watch Friends either. My kids liked it. I was not a big fan. But either way, I mean Seinfeld. Between Seinfeld and Chappelle, Chappelle all the way. Chappelle is one of the funniest humans alive. There's no question about it. That fucking guy is hilarious. Yeah, his timing, his delivery, his execution, his his uh, his his the context and the, his topics, and I mean everything oh, yeah. is just flying colors. I, that when he talks about uh, like uh, just I mean everything, every analogy is so spot on. And uh, I mean when he, you know even his his five minute specials to his one hour specials, they're all. You know, really, I, I mean, I don't even, I can't even believe how good he is. It, it's mind boggling. He's really funny, man. Dave Chappelle is. It. Well, he's got, he's got 30 plus years in the game. I mean, he's, mm-hmm. he's a pro. This guy, you know, he started again. He started when he was like 15, I believe, or something like that. Some, he started when he was a teenager yeah. and he's been going ever since just doing his own thing, building his career. And, you know, it's funny. Cause I remember when. When he left the Chappelle show, right? Everyone was like, he's fucking what crazy. How fuck? could you leave yeah. that show? Oh, yeah, dude. It, that show was so huge. How could he leave that? He's he's walking away from $50 million. And he was like, you know what? Oh, I don't want that shit. I don't need this. You know what I mean? And good for him. And look at him now. You know? So he knew something. My, my only problem is that dude, if you there's not, there's not too many white, like straight male – like right now, it's all about women, you know. And before that, it was about like Prior, Chappelle, Cosby, Martin Lawrence, uh, uh, all these, um, the kings of comedy, you know, Steve Harvey, like all these. There's so, and I'm not racist at all, but I'm just saying, like maybe there's just something that black comedians have. Maybe they have more loyalty amongst their fans. Like, and right now, it's all about women. Like men cannot joke about anything without getting ratted out, you know. And yeah. it's just like, all right, well, is there anything? Is there any future from? for the white male or for like the straight male, you know, like right now, you know, Hannibal breasts, like, like if you're gay, like that gives you like such a huge edge in stand-up comedy, you know? And if you're a woman and you're gay, then you, you got it made. I, you know, I don't know. Honestly, I think it's, I think it's a good thing. I think that that's society's way of correcting bullshit that's been going on for way too long. So I think right now people are overly sensitive to the, you know, the whole sexual assault, sexual abuse, sexual harassment, as they should be. But that'll all die down over time and we'll get back to normal. But the the problem is that we're going through like nothing really ever gets solved. We just go through these cycles where that's the hot button issue. We never really do much about it. We pretend we do. We throw it out in the news. Everybody's kind of aware of it for a while. Then it goes away. Then it's the next big issue. And then that shit creeps back up, the harassment, the jokes, the whatever. I've worked plenty of places where we all say inappropriate shit to each other. I mean, unbelievably inappropriate yeah. shit. <laughs> but it's just in fun. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's exactly. just we're having – and as long as everybody's cool, we're cool. You know what I'm saying? Now, the minute somebody gets offended, I'll be the first to apologize and be like, hey, man, my bad. Yeah, me too. You know, it's okay. I, I didn't mean anything by it. We're just being funny. You know, we're being dicks. That's what we do. But but, but I, 
Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Finish. Go, 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 go. Oops, sorry. Oh, I was just going to say, like, the thing is about I, I respect the female lesbian comedian because she does not she will not be like Sarah Silverman and start talking about like really sexual things that makes men extremely uh, it's it's very unnerving and it's it, it takes away our manhood when you're up there talking about like getting smacked like getting slayed and like wearing wearing shirts that say getting slayed and like acting like a stupid whore like like just for brownie <laughs> points just for brownie points you know and and I'm just waiting for that to roll over because it's so annoying like girls going up there taking pictures with no shirt on and like just like just just using like using it as a runway. It's not a runway. It's not a catwalk. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not. I'm, I'm just not waiting angry. for that to blow over. Like, because men are gonna get sucked into it, you know. And Brandy. the thing is, is that black yeah. black people will always support black comedians, but white people, white comedians are never really supported by black comedians. So it, it's it's just a double edged sword for if you're white and you're straight and you automatically hate women and and I never talk about women, you know. And I had a I had a really successful run i feel like but i was labeled after i got hit in the face i was labeled as a racist comedian and then i started working with autistic comedians and then i got labeled as a as somebody that hates people with disabilities and that's not true but credibility is everything like you were saying um ray it's all about credibility well here's the thing though i i think you're wrong in that sense and saying that it's not a catwalk it's not this i i disagree i think it is i think the problem is there's too many alt rooms that are out there for for the longest time they've been out there so i think when you got these alt rooms people come in with like their version of what comedy is right so they call it stand up they call it come see my comedy all that stuff even if it's not technically by definition what a stand-up would typically do but it has its place. It has an audience. People seem to like it. I mean, Sarah Silverman is one of the biggest comedians out today. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you can say what you want. It's not your brand. It's not your thing. But there is a place for it. There yeah, is something know, but, to it. But I'll, if I were to tell a Sarah Silverman joke, and just, just in context, like if I were to go up there and talk about like my China has cobwebs, like Sarah Silverman is going to get laughs. Me, I'm gonna get reported to the NRA, you know, and just like I can't tell, I can't joke about vaginas, like I just period, I cannot. You can't walk on stage and just go, my vagina has cobwebs. <laughs> what would so happen? That's why I'm glad I'm out, man. I, I I'm out of there, and I'm not going back because it's it's bull. They got to get their shit figured out. Like, no, trust me, I think about it. I think about stand up every second of every day. All I want to do is go back. Oh, you've retired. I didn't know that. I guess I didn't get no, that far I, into the video. I get asked. I'm going to do a show at, at, at a casino in March. I'm going to – it's just going to be one-liners. You know, I, that's what I like. I like one-liners. You know, I like to go in and out. I don't like to get caught up in any kind of misconceptions. And the thing is with me being an Arabic, uh, being an Arabian, uh, a lot of people, they'll yell out like Muslim and stuff, and I have to yeah. play off that. So – the fact that I that's got to be I'm pretty so, fucking annoying, huh? I'm not trying to be rude. I get I'm just, Bin Laden. I'm straight I get up with all you. that like, Taliban. Like it, it, I get that all the time. Look, man, I'm from I am from the dirty South, and I hear the way that people talk about fucking people, and it it makes my goddamn skin crawl. And I just want to tell you, fucking man to man, I am sorry for some of the hateful shit that these motherfuckers let fly out of their mouth because sometimes maybe people are playing. Like, if you work with them long, maybe, you know, you can get that kind of relationship. But just to be in a room and have somebody go, I don't fucking like that Arab over there. Like, I don't know. That's fucking really weird to me. And I just, I can't imagine how that feels. 
and it fucking bothers me. <laughs> well, I'm not Muslim. That's what bothers me because they'll scream out Muslim. Right. Because you know, they think – people think automatically if you're Arabic, you're Muslim because 99% of Arabs are Muslim, but I'm not. That's because we were killed by the Muslims. Christians were killed by the Muslims. But you know what? Like a couple of months ago, um, a mosque got bombed by Muslims, and now everybody's like, well, what the fuck? Aren't Muslims supposed to protect the mosques? Yeah. So now they understand that not all Muslims are crazy. But I'm not Muslim. That's the thing. No, you're just the right color brown for people to fucking say really hateful <laughs> shit out loud. I'm serious. You know, fucking here, it just happens. It bothers me, you know? I hate that shit. And I've told people to their fucking face, like, man, you know what my favorite thing is, do When somebody says some racist shit in front of me, I just look at them in the face and I go, come on, man, you're better than that. And I walk yeah, off. No. I just, I, I got to say something and I don't really want to fist fight you because I got to see you tomorrow. But, you know, just you're better than that, bro. Come on. I'd rather someone say it to my face than say it online because online is just like, all right, that's not original at all. Like, at least try to have a little bit of courage about Jesus it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I think it's one of those things, though. Here's the thing, right? I think it's one, it's one of those things. I agree with you, Ramsey. It has to be face to face. But a lot of the times I think a lot of the connotation gets lost in text, right? I know there are racist people. I'm not saying there's not. But sometimes somebody will say something and through text or through the Internet, it seems extremely racist. But then if you were to talk to that person, you'd be like, oh, you're doing a thing. Oh, OK, you're just being a dick. All right. I got it. You know, a lot yeah, exactly. of this racism shit is just people fucking around with other people. Yeah. And again, I know there are real racists out there. I know them. I've yeah. seen I've met some of them. You know what I mean? But it's I'm just saying it's not nearly as prevalent as I think people make it seem it is yeah. I, I would much rather be asian and people say i have a small dick than me being me being arabic and me being a goat fucker yeah, you know <laughs> like i get that way too ramsey like, someone told someone told me the other day that if i roll back my foreskin i'm gonna have goat turds fall out of my foreskin and i'm like dude that is so cold that's funny though ramsey it's funny yeah you i'm glad you're fucking clean shaven you know what i'm saying at these days and times you better not oh, fucking grow shit. a beard that should be one of your goddamn jokes <laughs> you know, just to be oh, like don't oh. worry i'm not one of the bad no. ones it's ridiculous how people fucking act around people I, and then for some reason <laughs> muslims are muslims are the only um race that fuck their own cousins like i don't know that's not true but yeah. I, I know some white time, people like, down here, man. <laughs> like it's a, it's that happens all over the board, my friend. Yeah, like oh, I don't respect women because I, you know, I don't respect women because we have to wear the headdress and we fuck our own cousins. I'm like, I'm like, all right, well, I mean, if you say so, but <laughs> I don't know where that came from. <laughs> I can tell you exactly where that came from. Somebody's but... hateful heart. <laughs> That's no, that's from. an actual uh, – it's too much to get into here. But basically <laughs> that comes from – and I forget which uh, which culture it is. I want to say it's Afghani. I'm not really sure. But like they did a study. Uh, I don't know if it was somewhere in the UK did a study. And it yeah, was like some, some ridiculous number, like 70 percent of families are inbred in, in Afghanistan. I, and I could be wrong on that. So don't quote that. I could be entirely – Wrong. But isn't that isn't that where the whole idea of like mutants and mutations and like superpowers and like all that cool stuff came from? I don't fucking know. I think it really comes out of kingdoms, you know, back in the day or even the Bible. I mean, back in the day in biblical times, that was that's all you could do. There wasn't that many people. So, yeah. you know, 
my cousin's over there. She's ready to go. I'm in. Let's do this, you know? But, and I also yeah, think she's asking for it. That's right. And then you, she's oh, wow. giving you the hungry eyes, man. But even, <laughs> even, uh, even, well, there's, there's a story in the Old Testament, right? Are you guys familiar with uh, Sodom and Gomorrah? I just know that sodomy means butt sex. <laughs> well, that's where it comes from. I assume but yeah. that's where it comes from. <laughs> All right, so let me, let me, it does. I'm not even kidding. Let me explain to you what happens here. So, two angels, God sends these two angels down to Sodom and Gomorrah to tell them to cut the shit. He basically says, All right, guys, enough's enough. We got to cut the shit. As, as these angels are entering the town, a farmer comes out and he's like, Are you fucking crazy walking around in here? Don't you know what they're going to do to you? Quickly, hide in my barn. Okay. So he's, the angels are like, Oh shit. Let's go over to the barn. Let's fucking hide in there. So they do. Not even more than whatever. An hour later, all the townspeople from Sodom and Gomorrah show up. And they're like, where are those fucking angels? Where are they at? We know they're here. And the guy's like, ah, they're not here. And he's like, we know they're in the barn. And so they were like, bring them out here. We're going to rape them. This is true. This is in the Bible, by the way. I'm not fucking making this up. So he says, wait, what? No, don't rape the angels. Take my daughters instead. They're much better. You know? So he was trying to protect oh the God. angels, but to protect the angels, he was going to give his daughters to be raped. So long story short, God's had enough of the bullshit. God says, all right, assholes, I want you, Lot, to take you and your family and get the fuck out of Dodge. Do not look back because I'm going to destroy these cities. If you look back, you're dead. So they leave. They flee. It's, it's Lot, his wife, and his two daughters. Now, story gets a little crazier because as they're leaving, Lot's wife looks back. Okay, Again, this is in the book. She looks back. God is like, bitch, I done told you don't look back. <laughs> so he turns her into a pillar of salt, kills her. She's dead. So wow. Lot and his two daughters keep moving. Okay, They end up in a cave outside of town. Now, in those days, this is the only reason – this is me rationalizing here, but I assume they assumed the world was over. God got pissed off and killed everything they ever knew, all the people they knew. So the world is over. It's just us. So the daughters – Lot is asleep. The daughters get to thinking – you know what? How the fuck are we ever going to get married and have kids if he done killed everybody? Here's what we're going to do. Okay. Again, this is in the Bible, people. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to get dad drunk and we're going to take turns raping him until we get pregnant. Problem solved. Wow, that is awesome. I would tell totally to whack off to that, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and so here, here's the best part about it. Those kids, okay, those kids, they raped their father. They both got pregnant. They both had kids, and I forget their names, but they went on to have great dynasties in the Bible. They were rewarded for this crazy shit. So you want to know where inbred cousin fucking and all that shit comes from? It comes from the fucking biblical times. Those motherfuckers were crazy back then. Yeah. So yeah, but, but it, it's also <laughs> true that a lot of mutations occur, like like four, having four fingers, like just weird things, like having a, an ear. Just like mutations occur when you because of the of the chromosomes. And I really think that that's the whole idea behind comics and comic books, <laughs> because because you're when when you do that you have the, the, like you're born with you're born with a mutation and a, and a mutant is is someone with a mutation like they could see in the dark or something like okay. that. That's because their cousin their, their parents are cousins. Ramsey, you this <laughs> by the way, this is a brilliant fucking bit, and you should be using this on stage right? somewhere. That's what I'm saying. I will. I love it, man. No, hey, I want to just like, say, like, listen, I want to say one thing. Raping Angels would be a great fucking band name. And if it's not, somebody missed the boat. Right? 
<laughs> that would be fucking amazing. That book is ridiculous. That is a good one. Book I is like ridiculous. that. Jody, could you imagine it? Hey, what's up with Raping Angels? <laughs> and the whole crowd goes nuts. They go into some song. <laughs> oh, fuck me. See, that's good shit. That should be the name of your next special, Ramsey. Raping Angels. <laughs> It yeah. will be. You might get punched in the other side I of your fucking you. face. Hey, I tell you what. If some big lumberjack bitch jumps on stage next time, you take the fucking cover off that microphone because it's metal under there, and you jab that bitch in the teeth. <laughs> Before she even punches you, when she cocks her fucking hand back, you take that shit off and just jab it right in her fucking mouth. Oh, fuck <laughs> she won't me, do dude. that shit. <laughs> Honestly... Definitely- Go ahead. No, no, I was going to say, honestly, with that video, by the way, which, by the way, Jody, you got to put the, the link to that video in the show notes. Absolutely. But here's the thing, right? With that video, and I encourage everybody to go watch it, the joke itself wasn't that bad. I think it was the delivery because there was so much heckling going on. There was so much craziness going on. And that there was no way you were going to get that off because yeah. these people hated you from the beginning. There was no way to fucking turn that around. So the only thing that could have saved you then that you night is around. if you just jabbed her right in the fucking mouth. <laughs> Yeah, where were you? I know, but where, where was that, Ramsey? It was at um, Sullivan Sullivan Steakhouse, which is a franchise, and and that's why Casey Montoya uh, emailed me because it's a franchise, and she has a Sullivan <laughs> Steakhouse in her. Anyway, it's a long story because it's a franchise, and but they wanted me to sue them, and I didn't want to sue them because they didn't have entertainment insurance. But like, what so, part? What part I of the got, country were you in, Ramsey? Like, where were you in California? I was in Chicago. Chicago. Okay. See, if you'd have done that Dude. down here, you might have nailed it with enough racist joke that somebody might actually just laughed at it. <laughs> yeah, Jody. I know, I know. Jody, the opening song for this episode is "Badly Roy Brown." Dude, come on! What the fuck? That is brilliant. It <laughs> is. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I was recording then. God damn it! But it doesn't I, matter. You could drop be, it in afterwards, it'd be bro. The fucking closing song. Goddamn. So, hey, Ramsey. I wanted just to say really quick, hold that thought, uh, Ray. I just wanted to say, dude, thank you for supporting me, man. I mean, sometimes I wake up, man, and I'm so depressed because I'm like, man, I spent like $30,000 to be cool on the internet, to be known and to be be interacted with and for somebody to like give a shit, you know? And then some days I wake up and it's like you t- retweeting me and, and, and Jody B retweeting me and Pole Boys ret- So some days like, it's like you, you guys really helped me get through the day, you know, like – some days I'm, I just can't I can't imagine another second going by without me wanting to shoot myself in the face. So I really appreciate it because I because I really try hard. You know, I, I'm not I'm not I'm not like a like like I actually I care for people, you know, and I feel like you guys understand that. Well, here's the thing. Right. So. All right. Let me finish that first thought, by the way, first. So Bad Leroy Brown is a song by Jim Croce, who is fucking amazing, by the way. If you don't know him, he you is, should look him. he is fucking amazing. No. Yeah. But that song, you just mentioned you were in Chicago, you know, the baddest part of town. And if you go down there, you better just be aware of a man named Ramsey Swice. What? Come on, <laughs> this is brilliant. I love it. <laughs> yeah, me too. Me too. The, uh, so going back to that other thing, though, here's the thing with, with internet, social media, and all that shit. I never did it prior to having our podcast. Actually, I fucking hate social media. I genuinely do. It's a lot to deal with, especially when you're – you know, there's billions and billions of people that are online. And like you said, there's too much content. They're they're throwing just bullshit up there that you just don't give a fuck about. And trying to get yourself in front of all those people is a tremendous amount of work. Yeah. Now, typically, here's what happens, right? 
me <laughs> so jody <laughs> reaches out to me the uh, no he didn't reach out to me he tweeted out hey i got an opening yeah. this week if anybody wants to jump in so i tweeted I said, yeah I'll, I'll jump in let me know when so when he mentioned that you were going to be on as well i was like oh boy i'm not sure how this is going to play out because honestly i didn't know you that well talking to you now i'm like this guy's cool as shit i love this guy this guy's yeah, awesome you're you're really smart and i thought jody was smart you blow jody out of the water that's you right. damn right. It's damn true. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm got a, shit. You don't have to tell me. I say it out I'm loud. I'm just kidding, I am Jody. not a smart I'm man. Just, just kidding, I bro. I love man. you, Jody. I really do. I got a tremendous amount of respect for you and your craft. Well, here's here's the thing, right? So when I didn't really know you, my introduction to you, I believe, was through Robin Slim Show when you were on their show. Yeah. And it wasn't a great. <laughs> it wasn't a great interview because <laughs> it was a lot of breaking your balls nonstop and kind of I love that dude I told you I, I love that more than anything I think it's great don't get me wrong I mean they had their, their show is awesome whatever but that's not what I was getting at what I was getting at I was like all right cool then you started tweeting out all this crazy shit and I'm like what the fuck is this dude doing I don't even understand this then you did this thing and I wanted to find out how it turned out so Ramsey was camping out at Twitter headquarters do you remember this Ramsey yeah <laughs> so he did this i don't know last i think it was last year i don't remember no well, you were just posting like three months ago like was four, it like four okay. months ago yeah yeah so you were like posting updates every day and i was following it i was like all right what the fuck is this crazy fuck doing <laughs> he's out here on twitter trying to get verified or some shit and he's like sending out shit they won't verify me he's got the twitter sign on the side of the building in the shot it's great god damn it and, and then and then his black dude grabbed me by the back of my shirt he's like get the fuck out of here yeah, well, you know, you're creating a nuisance, man. Yeah. You can't, you yeah. can't bash Twitter on Twitter. I just want to be heard, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, but no. but that was my that was my point. I think that you're doing, you're creating a lot of original content. It's you know art, what I mean? man. Whether it's it's art, it's your art. And the good news is, is with the internet now, the way that social media does work, there's a lot of bullshit, but it's also an opportunity for people to find their fucking lane. And I can appreciate that. Yeah, there's a exactly. place. There's a place for oh, every foot. There's a place for every plug. You know, and I think oh, that yeah. it's cool that you know stick with it. Shit, it it it's better to do what's what's right for you in your mind. And even if maybe you're not successful at it, you do it the way you're going to do it. And if people like it, they'll come. That's what's up. Yeah, that's how I found you guys. Apparently, they are coming, right? You sold 200 But, tickets. I mean, yeah, but if it's anything I could do for you guys, I mean, and I, Jody, I just sent your book out today. And, Ray, I want to send you a copy. If you could t- uh, direct message me your address, I'll send you a copy today of my, of my manifesto about where I think that – because we're at a plateau right now. And, and where I think we're going with with comedy and why I've been so successful for eight years. You know, I started in 2009. So I've had a really successful run. And I was telling Jody, I just I, – I, I actually paid $16,000 to learn how to do podcasting. So, dude, trust me. What I understand. Fuck? Yeah, I know. I know. I went to podcasting school in, in Chicago. But broadcasting so, school, right? Yeah, broadcasting, but it was for <laughs> podcasting. Right. But uh, I understand when you say it's a lot, billions of people, like there is, dude, there's so much mumbo jumbo and there's no filtration, there's no meritocracy. Nobody gets what, unless you're paying money for it, you don't get what you deserve. And I have a tremendous amount of respect for you guys, not only for sticking out your neck, but sticking with your guns because you guys deserve everything that's coming at you for you. And is there anything I could do? 
is there anything I could do to repay you? Just let me know. I, I'm going to send you my book. Um, I'll, I'll sign it for you, Ray. And uh, just keep me in touch, dude. If, if you guys text me at two in the morning, I don't care. You know, it's it's you know. If I'm texting you at two in the morning, it's going to be some sexy shit. Yeah, right. <laughs> It's Look, gonna be Ray, Ray, I swear That's to God. That's what Jody said. Jody said, uh, don't send a dick pic in the mail. And then I said, he I asked up. for my fucking address. And I told you in the beginning, I was like, well, I don't really know you, but I'm, let me talk to you. you let me talk to you for a little bit. And then I felt comfortable. I said, here's my address. And then right after, I put, I swear to God, if you send me a fucking dick pic, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> And I did. I, I sent Jody. I sent you a dick pic, and the postage was like thirty six dollars. So that's right. It was a lot that's of paper. So you know, you got to lay it out. That's hilarious, <laughs> man. You know what? Good. I I appreciate absurdity. I think that it's a beautiful thing because at the end of the day, it's about being able to say what you want to fucking say. Dude, and, Jody. You know, Quentin Tarantino said the same thing. He said the best censorship is obscenity. It's the same thing as Quentin. The best censorship is, is is obscenity, which is that's that's how what he lives by, you know. It's crazy, man. Like there's a place, and I think I appreciate what you fucking doing. Did I just say that I'm fucking I'm higher than equal pussy right now. <laughs> I knew you were. Woo! I saw how many hits you were taking. I was like, holy shit, this motherfucker gonna be high. Shit. <laughs> I mean, we're just, dude, we're doing what our forefathers wanted us to do. We're taking advantage of the First Amendment. So everybody in their right mind would, would pay, would, is, is, understands, is understanding our drive, our, uh, why we have so much ambition for the freedom of speech, you know, because we're exercising that. Well, let me ask you this. You, I, you just threw, you threw something out there that fucked my head up a little bit. You said you paid $16,000 to learn how to do podcasting? Yeah, dude. Are you yeah. out of your fucking mind? Why would you pay somebody to learn that? I, I learned uh, TV. I learned broadcasting. I learned news. I learned filmmaking. I learned camera work. For to- I oh, so this is, more, this is more like a college course, like a TV fucking yeah, it was a college. TV type of thing. All right, that yeah, makes I sense. Got, I, got a, I got a broadcasting uh, degree, a certificate. I worked on movie sets. But every Friday I ran their podcast. And the thing is, Ray – there was nobody out of the thousands of students that were there. Nobody had the balls to run their podcast, and they told me they all wanted to do radio. And they told me, "What do you want to do?" I'm like, "Dude, I want a fucking podcast. I'm going to be here at eight in the fucking morning. I'm going to be opening the door for your ass because that's how bad I want to do this." I was there every single Friday. I ended up doing 362 hours, and all I needed was 320. So I went out. I, I went there 42 extra hours. I ended up graduating with honors did now do i you fucking do, loved it do you do a podcast now or no i i have a soundcloud which is um but jody said it was pretty good I, dude i'm telling you dude podcasting is hard so i worked really really hard i, I was editing a lot and sometimes i would end up deleting the whole file yeah so I had those days yeah i've done that yeah, too. hey you know what's funny but, uh, I know i'll send you a link a, i'll hey. send you my demo reel uh yeah but Ramsey. Go ahead, Jody. I'm sorry. We're all in a club because me and Ray were talking about it. We all had to take a pre-podcast dump. Did you get yours in, Ramsey? <laughs> oh, dude. I, 
Dude, I ended up doing. I ended up deleting one of the best podcasts that I did because Jody, you said you know how you catch yourself breathing in Jody, the mic. Jody, didn't hear you. <laughs> <laughs> Ramsey, did you hear what he said? Now, I understand. I understand. But Jody, you, you remember how you said one of the most important lessons is not breathing in the mic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I'm working well, on. Well, dude, it. I I I did the best podcast in two hour session, or I think it was actually only thirty minutes, but it was real solid. And I ended up spilling my coke all over the keyboard, and it was at it was at the college, dude. And and it says in the outside the booth says do not bring drinks, and that was on the day that I graduated, dude. That was my <laughs> podcasting dump. They probably put a bigger <laughs> fucking sign up after that. <laughs> what oh, we're dude. talking about is actually I actually before I got on with Jody, I said. Oh my god! I gotta go shit like a dragon. Yeah, so did I, dude. I so listened I. to an episode dude. of his show and he was oh talking about it. Listen, that's the thing is, sometimes you just talking on your show is funny. Like you just ramble, you know. And at one point you were like, "I had to take a dump. You had to, you had to shit right before you take a podcast." And I go, "I usually shit before I podcast too." And then I yeah. talked to Ray earlier, and he's like, "I might, I might be taking a shit, so give me like five extra minutes." And I was like, "Okay." Oh no! And he goes. <laughs> I might send you some fucking pictures. And I said, don't start a war, motherfucker. Dude, it was great. I said, I said, do you want a picture of a feeling this is going to be a good one? <laughs> dude, you're out of your mind, Ray. Hey, no, but, uh, I'm telling you, dude. I'm, it was, I was pretty impressed. I, I filled up the bowl, man. It was – man. I was like, wow. I don't know if you get down to toilet humor, but god damn it. I, I, I be pooping. That's it was, like, oh, it, was dude. Like, it was like a log cabin, right, Ray? Oh, it's like a shit brick house. Are you he, kidding me? He shit a dick. Raymond shit a dick. <laughs> hey, do you guys ever come out to L.A.? Because I actually I ended up buying um like, like a, a podcast, uh, like a soundboard. And if you guys are ever out here, I would love to, to. I got a really nice camera. I got a GoPro. I could set them both up and we could, you know, we could we could get this thing going. If you guys are ever out here, let me know. Are, are you DTF? Out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I'll pick you up and everything. I'm, I'm Arabic. I got my own taxi. I got my own camel. I'll be waving the flag. I'll be having the dot in the middle of my head. Hello. What the fuck are you talking about, Mr. Ray? I said, are you down to fuck? I ain't saying are you down to pick me up. He said he's gonna pick you up so he can fuck. That's the oh, point. okay, good because he got cameras. He Take got it a easy, Ray. He's gonna wine and dine you and sixty nine you. That's what I'm talking about. That's my shit right there. Man, I yeah, I, I, no, no, I I really mean it, dude. I'll show you guys around. I'll show you a good time. <laughs> I haven't been. Hey, look <laughs> here, I Bubba. Right I haven't been anywhere out of the southeast. So yeah, I I've never been to California. So it might. It I've might never be been to while. Cali either. But I got a lot of friends out there now, and they're all like, "Dude, when are you coming to Cali? We would love to have you out here, bro." So I got I got Tony Rager. I got James Gavsey. I got my boy Alberto. I got like three other people that are like, dude, you got to come out here. We would hang out. We do all this shit. And I'm like, dude, if I come out there, it's going to be like a fucking convention. All the people I know. Yeah. Hey, if you hang out with Gazzy, let me know because I'm a big fan of his and I try to support him as much as I can. And uh, hey, Ray, you ever, I mean, uh, Ray, Jody, you guys ever see Borat? Yeah. Uh, No, I did not. My wife. He's like, uh, like, check out my sister. She's the number two prostitute. She is number two prostitute in all of that. That'll be me when you guys come out here. I'll be like, here. (laughs) You can have my sister. Wait a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. (coughs) Sorry. That voice, that character, that's Borat? Yeah. You haven't seen Borat? I didn't know that. I didn't know what that was from. I've heard it so much. I could pretty much nail that character. I didn't know what it was from. I had no idea. Oh, man. All of his movies are really good. The Dictator. The Dictator. uh, Brothers Grimsby. Brothers Grimsby. 
I like him Bruno. in Talladega Nights too, just as the the French driver guy with Will Ferrell. That's I've seen that. That was fucking great. He was Ricky Booby. Yeah. <laughs> It was Ricky Booby. Okay, so Ray, this is I'm gonna have to let's see what time is it? Okay. So Borat, right? It's one of those it's one of those movies that you watch it the first time and you might not get it. Like you just I've I've, I had the experience myself. I watched it and by the end of it I was like, I mean, I guess kinda funny, you know. But then I had to sit on it and then I realized like oh, the people in the movie don't know that it's a movie except for Sasha Baron Cohen. They all just think it's some random fucking Yeah, dude exactly. Who's do- so this is dude. real footage. So at the at the rodeo when he's standing there going, "All other countries are run by sissy girls." And the fucking <laughs> Now maybe the horse falling over was added, but I'm saying like those white people getting mad and throwing shit at him, that was real. <laughs> There was one bit that he did. I saw a YouTube clip, and I don't know if it's from that movie or somewhere else, but where he did this YouTube clip where he had the entire crowd singing Throw the Jew Down the Well. Do you remember this? (laughs) Yeah, that's it. It's so fucking funny. He's in Texas at a rodeo. Yes, exactly. That's So that's from that scene. Okay, that's why I remember that. Okay. You have to watch fucking Borat. You have to. You know what? He's literally got people singing this with him, and he's like, everybody. (laughs) Okay. Like, what the fuck? Ray, you have yeah. to watch Borat. You don't get to do the fucking voice anymore until you watch Borat. And then just remember now that you know that's the secret, now you know what to look for. And maybe oh, I'm shit. wrong. Maybe it is production. But what I'm saying, what they're going for is Sasha Baron Cohen is pretending. Everybody else in the movie doesn't know he's pretending. Like, they all think that's really him. And so that's what makes the movie so fucking funny is, like, these are real reactions that people are having to, like, him. Like, what's up, Vanilla Face? I parked my drop outside, homie. Like, shit like that. <laughs> I love I love that dude. His fucking comedy is great. What was that show he had? I think it was on HBO for a while. Ali G. Where he used Ali Yeah, G. yeah, exactly. When he used to interview fucking, like, politicians. And he had – so there's one episode he's got Donald Rumsfeld on. And he starts asking he about Ian of Trump too. Yes, and he starts asking about sick veterans and shit. And he's like, so he comes on. He's like, yeah, it's a terrible circumstance. He goes, why do you think there was so many sick animals? <laughs> and the guy was like, no, I think there's a miscommunication here. <laughs> it was so fucking good. And the guy's like, no. He goes, you talk about the vets. They come back. He goes, well, why would there so many sick animals? <laughs> And he's just like, all right, I'm done with this. And he rips the mic off and walks out. <laughs> it was so fucking good. It's just that seems great. That's I like his comedy, man. It's good stuff. And Borat is a really good version of it, man. You should check that movie out. It's hard because you know I I will actually by the way, but it's hard for him because once his gig is up, you know, yeah. once everybody knows who he is, it's almost impossible to keep that going. Right. Because you got to find people that don't know you. It so only that works you once. Do yeah. That, you know. <laughs> I figured that would happen with the Impractical Jokers by now, but I guess they keep getting away with it, huh? What? Which one is the Impractical well, they, Jokers? They uh, about Borat. He he interviewed uh, Ron Paul, and he took off his pants, <laughs> and he tried to t- he tried to make out with Ron Paul, <laughs> and uh, and Ron Paul was like, "I'm not into that gay shit." <laughs> and uh, dude, hey, Borat took off his pants and he started dancing and like, <laughs> oh no, it was as Bruno. It was as the gay guy, Bruno. Oh, okay. Wasn't there a movie and, of that too? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's Bruno, Brothers Grimsby, uh, Dictator. 
But uh, I, I haven't been able to understand Impractical Jokers because it seems like they use a lot of earbuds yeah. or something. And and it seems like if you're in public and you see somebody with an earbud that you wouldn't know that they're going to be pulling a prank on you. What is, I never understood that. What is Impractical Jokers? I'm not familiar with this. It's just one of those shows where they like pull pranks on people out in public. Oh, uh, yeah, and it's okay. A, a fam- few famous people do this. New York comedians, yeah, it's a big show, man. But they it's got like the biggest show got on True TV. Earbuds, so it doesn't make sense. They they challenge each other to do like silly shit, and then like they talk to each other to basically make them say fucked up shit. So it's like having two comedy joke writers in your ear, and then you have to walk up and do silly shit to strangers, you know? Have uh, weird they, they use a lot of laugh tracks. Walk and up and I'm see, not, see I, how I long you can hug strangers. Honest. You know what I'm saying? Like, walk up to a park and you just hug somebody and see how long it takes them to walk off. And whoever doesn't do it enough gets, like, a punishment. And then they have to do uh, something really fucked up. I, like get Yeah, I don't really face. dig those kind of shows. They're too, mm-hmm. they're goofy. You know, it's like, it's okay. It's, it's cool. Like, I could watch it if there's nothing else on, but I wouldn't go to that. It would be like, eh, I don't know. Because right. they, they use laugh tracks. They're basically telling you when to laugh. You know, it feels like it's just too it's too um, canned. They say that it's, about the Big Bang Theory, but I kind of like that show, too. Maybe I just like garbage Jody, TV. Have Maybe you ever seen like, that YouTube video of the yes, Big Bang Theory I've, without the laugh track? I have. It is awful. I'll tell you what. I it, mean, it, it ruined it for awful. me, but the first few years that I watched it, I, I appreciated it. Not because I thought it was great, just because it was like, uh, it's kind of funny. You know? I don't, you know, I, I don't really like sitcom TV too much, but I can tell you, I didn't understand the value in that laugh track until somebody pointed it out. And then I went back and watched that video mm-hmm. uh, of, uh, of uh, Big Bang Theory without the track, and I was like, Oh wow, oh, this, this is really funny. bad. Yeah, now I, I wasn't a fan of that show. Shit. I didn't watch it, but now I don't really watch any of those types of shows, especially stuff with laugh tracks. I'm like, oh, don't tell me when to laugh, dude. If it's funny, I'll laugh. And right. most times yeah. it's not. Most times it's so. They white do that black. on te- they, Yeah, it is. They do that on talk shows too. Have you ever been to a talk show? They have huge signs in, in the top, oh, yeah, like yeah. on the on the ceiling. It'll say applause, and then it'll say laugh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, my God, somebody shoot me in the mouth. Well, again, if it's funny, I'll laugh. If it's applause-worthy, I'll definitely applaud. But most times, like, I don't applaud when people walk out on stage. I don't stand up for shit. Like, we were just out in Vegas a couple months ago, right? And we went to see Chris Angel, uh, the magician, perform. Which, by the way, the show was fucking incredible. Unbelievable show. But that's besides the point. When he came out, it's a super high-energy show. And he's like, everybody, get to your feet and... You know, just clapping and all this shit. I'm like, what the fuck are we doing this for? Just get on with the show. I don't I don't need to do all this extra yeah, shit. Yeah, I know. I hate that. I do too. <clears throat> now, throughout the show, he's always amping up the energy. You're never going to be able to like just chill and be like, oh, that was really cool. You know what I mean? And that's, that's my style of show. He wants high energy, which is great. It made for a great show. But at the same time, I, don't fucking make me do all these stupid shit. Like, I just yeah. want to watch you do your stupid tricks. That's it. At yeah, the end of the day, it's really like what I'm here for. <laughs> exactly. That's where I think we're headed really. Yeah. Eventually people are going to be more <clears throat> you don't you don't you don't want to feel like you're a st- statistic, you know? Yeah. Oh no. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely not. Well, fellas, my wife just showed up with the child. I've got a My book. wife. My wife. I've got yeah. a I've got a book to read coming in the mail pretty soon and we may have to reconvene and talk some more about Yeah, let's definitely comedy. reconvene. And I want to check in on you, Ramsey. I want to keep an eye on you. And uh go ahead, you guys get your plugs in, get your uh where we can find you. Anybody wants to get a hold of you, you know, get it out there. Let people know. All right, Ramsey, you go first. 
Um, yeah, it's just R-A-M-Z-Y, and last name is S-W-E-I-S, and just go on. If you have a Samsung, just go into your Play Store, and you could download, just type in my name, Ramsey Swice, and you could download the Never Repeated Joke app, and that's really all that I ask of you, is just check out my app. I update it every single day, and um, I, I've interviewed Ron Jeremy, not really, but I could, I'm just lying and saying I did. But um, it's just a really, <laughs> it's just a really great app. You know, uh, you, that's all I gotta say, man. Just download Ramsey Swice. Go to your Play Store. R A M as in Michael. Z is in Zebra Y. Ramsey. I swear to God, if I get a fucking porno bug on my phone, I'm gonna fly to California and punch you square in the dick. First thing, no, dude. How does that quote go? The first thing I, what he goes, the first thing I'm gonna do when I get home is punch your mama right in the mouth. You know that what movie Joe that's Dirt? from? Joe Dirt. No, no, not Joe Dirt. That's um. It sounds oh, like Jackie fuck. Gleason. That's uh, I believe Smokey it is Jackie Bandit. Gleason, it's and it's from uh. Ah, yeah. oh, fuck! What movie is that? It's so good. Smokey and the Bandit, right? Yeah. Yeah, pretty I sure that is. And he goes, "There is yeah. no way you came from my loins, there is boy." No way. <laughs> uh, I love that. Sometimes when I show Dude, up, you gotta to watch a, that hey. movie. That movie is fantastic. Anyway, what is the you movie guys called? Smokey and the Bandit. It's got Burt Reynolds in it. Oh, okay. I thought yeah. that was a band. No, no, uh, no. Might be. I don't know. It's a movie. It's, so. a, it's an American classic. It's oh, got, it's fucking yeah, brilliant. Yeah. That, you couldn't do that movie today. You might it's hate just, it. I don't know. I'm just saying, but it's it's pretty funny. Uh, Jackie Gleason's in it. Uh, I repeat him uh, at a certain point when I'm running late to stops. So I'll walk in and I'll be like, I need a Dr. Pepper and a Diablo sandwich. I'm in a goddamn hurry. <laughs> I'll slam the fucking door. <laughs> I say this shit all the time. It's so good. Uh, and you know what? I don't even know why that's funny, but it's fucking funny. <laughs> anyway, if you guys want to find me, you could find me at TNP Podcast on Twitter. Uh, search the show, The Naked Porch Podcast, and that's basically it. I'm going to keep it simple. Nice. You can find us. We're on Twitter. Get you some. We on the Twitters. Twitter bops. Fellas, it's been a pleasure, and I'm glad we all got to come together. Right now. <laughs> Over me. Oh. Is that why the camera was off? So yeah. we could all jack it? Sorry, guys. It's just it's, <laughs> things got out of hand. You know what I'm saying? The last one to finish is a rotten egg. I win. Oh, <laughs> guys, I'm going to holler at you. Fun. And uh, y'all take it easy. Keep in touch. And be good. You too, brother. Fucking stay out of trouble. Keep your Thanks, dick Jody. in your pants uh, if you can you. help it. All right? Keep your dick in your pants. Keep your hands to yourself. Shit. And don't, <laughs> and don't zip too fast. Yeah. <laughs> So there we go. Ramsey, Raymond, two of my friends on the internet now, I guess. Um, Ramsey sent me his book, and I'm in the process of getting around to reading it. I'm sorry, Ramsey. I don't fucking read, dude. But I'm going to read it, I promise. Because I told you I would, and I will. I think that... Uh, he has some interesting points on, you know, why he does what he does. You know, Ray wasn't a fan of the, the rating system. I don't think it's a bad thing. I think it could be cool just to see somebody stack up against somebody if you just wanted to, you know, to know. Um, But, yeah, man, he's he's trying to do his own thing. You know, it's hard to be yourself, to be different in this world today. A lot of people want to do you know, what everybody else is fucking doing. And I can appreciate somebody, even if you don't, I can appreciate somebody who's willing to go, nah, fuck that. I'm going to do what I want to do. It's pretty cool, man. Uh, 
I don't know. Sometimes it gets me in trouble, though, because uh, I ran into a guy uh, earlier this week who had a bad case of the, nah, fuck that. I'm going to do what I want to do. And, uh, man, it was rough. You know, any of you guys, ladies, whoever's listening, you got kids. Uh, you know, I'm still kind of a new dad. I've only had my son for two years, and there are experiences that we still have on a daily basis. And there's some that I'm okay with, some that, you know, don't really work that well for me. And uh, one that I'm still trying to get used to is public anxiety with your kid, you know. I don't want to be that fucking guy who, you know, has people... Okay, so I'm at dinner. And my son is pretty well behaved, believe it or not. I know a lot of people say that. Fuck you. This kid was quiet for the most part. All right. We were getting shitty service already. So it's amazing that we we didn't fucking leave because it took us 15 minutes to get a glass of water. It was pretty stupid. So already kind of like, all right, man, this is how the evening's going to be. I'm sitting here. She brings a glass of uh, iced tea to my mother-in-law. And my son wants a drink of the tea. Now, we're not going to give it to him. Just because, you know, he had his own drink, but uh, he started, he, he let out one holler. He said, ah! And we said, hey, chill out, man. Let's not do that. Now, over my right shoulder is a guy, mid-40s. Uh, I know you've seen this guy before. I just, I, it's hard to, to do like a, a picture. He's kind of pudgy. Uh, biker guy. Harley Davidson t-shirt, but almost like dad biker looking 40-year-old guy with the goatee and glasses and a ball cap. Just, you know, it was just some fucking dude. And over my shoulder, I hear them start a conversation pertaining to people who bring their kids into public places and not wanting to hear other people's kids cry. And, you know, maybe they weren't talking about my situation and it just led them to a a course of conversation but I was already kind of perturbed I was tired and then I heard that and I kind of went into defense mode I'm just like oh okay and I just out of my ear I pretty much eavesdrop on them the whole night and they talked about you know people who can't keep their kids quiet and this conversation over my show eh, it's crazy man people can't keep their kids quiet you know how do you do on airplanes oh man i don't fucking fly airplanes a lot you know or uh, i'll ride southwest or something you know, i try to do 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 so and so yeah some people are just rude you know they bring their kids out and i'm just i'm sitting here taking this now my wife didn't hear this because she probably would have said something and it would have been a whole deal now my problem is i'm having an urge to turn around and tell the dude shut the fuck up just hey Shut the fuck up. (laughs) Drop it. I keep listening. It turns out he's like a a biker guy. You know these fucking guys. He probably keeps his Harley Davidson t-shirt right next to his Affliction t-shirt in his closet. That's what I'm getting at. He's a biker gang guy. Yeah, man. The chaplain and the, the secretary and all this shit. And it's just... I'm listening to him and I'm going, God damn it. This guy, he's just an asshole. It was like reading a Twitter conversation, but I couldn't mute it because it was in my fucking ear. You know, just going on and on about, yeah, you know, me and my, my guys, da 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 da. We, we like to ride around, and, you know, it's, it's just real cool to have that kind of community, man. You know, and then he started talking about his military's background. And, 
you know, I heard him talking and I said, well, even if he is a soldier, he's being a cunt right now. Like, there's no reason for this. My kid's not even being that big of a problem. It, it was just weird. I had a moment. So he's fucking talking and he starts talking about military service. You know, the things I've done for this country and everything. It's uh, it's pretty crazy, man. I, uh, you know, I just, I just, you know, just try to be cool. And I'm going, what the fuck is this? Is he like special forces or something? Like what, what's going on here, man? Why are you talking so loud in a restaurant? There's like 12 people in here and I can hear everything you say. So then he starts talking about, you know, I'm there at the meeting. And then this guy walks up and he goes, hey, brother, you uh, you conceal carry? And he goes, I told him I don't need a concealed carry. I just I got a license that does whatever I need when I need it. Now, here's the thing. Unless you're some kind of SEAL Team 6 bullshit or something like that, I highly doubt that. I had a conversation with a police officer very recently about concealed weapon permits and the fact that in the state of Arkansas, we have open carry, which means you can have a gun on your hip, gun on your shoulder, no fucking problem. However, if you get a concealed weapon permit, then your gun has to be concealed. Got it? Those are the two rules. Either you have it or you fucking don't. And if you have it, you keep that shit under wraps. He says, oh, I just do it, you know, whatever uh, I've, the services I've done. I've got a, a, a license that just makes me permitted wherever I travel. And I just go, okay, this guy's full of shit. I wanted so bad to say something to him. I just, I'm in a restaurant with my fucking wife and kid and my in-laws. And I think... It's one of those things now where maybe, maybe I am growing up some <laughs> because the old me would have thrown a fucking glass in the dude's face and just kicked him. Like it's, I can't stand people like that, man. Why you got to be that way in public? Shut the fuck up, dude. Anyway, it's Christmas. I wanted to say thank you for listening. We're going to get into some, some holiday shit and uh, hopefully it won't be too crazy. I hope that uh, anybody who takes time to listen to this, bless you. Bless your family. I hope your fucking your dinner turns out perfect. I hope you get exactly what you asked for for Christmas. Anybody that doesn't, I don't really care. So, <laughs> I don't like Christmas. I think it's kind of silly to uh, to be nice a couple days out of the year, a month. You know? Like, well... If you're an asshole 90% of the time, that makes you an asshole. You don't get to do a 90-10 on that. And I think we should all try a little harder to, you know, be an asshole a little less of the time. And not just around Christmas. <laughs> Shouldn't have to be a holiday to be nice to people. So, anyway. You guys have a good weekend. And uh, I wish you the best. We'll be back next week for a New Year's wrap-up edition. Hopefully it'll be with Mrs. Jody B. If we can get the kid to go to sleep. And, uh, yeah, man. I got some cool shit coming. So you motherfuckers stay tuned. Get at me. At Jody B. 501 on Twitter. At Pod on Twitter for the show. That's how you get a hold of us. Let's get the fuck out of here. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. I know you think you can try on the first day of Christmas. And you're looking to me. A hung job in a pear tree. On the fourth 
three, friends, there goes no time of